Somebody's got to go and go for good. And that somebody is either you or me. Yo! 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 It's me, it's me, it's me, NKB420, a.k.a. Fatboy420, a.k.a. SmackDown is number one again, too. It's running my brain. I concur. Batman <laughs> 211. And you are now listening to the most unapologetic wrestling podcast in all the annals of the internet and all the bowels of Wi-Fi. Hayes. Ha. I'm pointing at him so he's making that bitch sizzle. I'm pointing at him so he's making that bitch sizzle and turnbuckles. Ole! Hello, hello? Hola? Yeah, man. Yeah, Almost eyes. That too, man. You still with you, bro? Shit, man. I'm fucking tired, man. And once again, it's the end of vacation week. Last Sunday, it was great because it first started, but guess what? The last day of vacation is always the worst. The shit flies by, and you don't really want to go back to work, but reality is, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, man, I didn't do shit for the majority of it, man. I know for the first, that, that Monday, man, I got up, I cooked something, and then I went right back to sleep. And that was my day. <laughs> I told my wife, I said, hey, this is how it feels to be you? <laughs> She's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Me, 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 me. <laughs> Hit it with the beaker. Hit it with the beaker. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, other than that, man, shit, lazy, lazy week. And um, we're here. We're here. And it's episode 40. Remember when we started at episode number one, and now we're talking about episode 40? It's fucking amazing. Yeah, that shit is, uh, it's just crazy how all of a sudden we didn't been here for about 30 odd weeks, dude. Yeah. It's just crazy. Started doing the summer. I can't wait for the year to come around. It's just fastly approaching. Um, but speaking of turning 40, yeah. Uh, we go see Royal Rumble 2018. I don't know how that segues into it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, this is this is uh, since we are all happy about the return of Shinsuke Nakamura. Absolutely. Why don't we watch one of the best Royal Rumbles in a while? Yeah. Until. 2020, I mean, 2020, 2019 sucked dick, 2018, and then from 2018 to when, when was the last good Royal Rumble from after, before 2018? Oh, you're making me use my brain. Taker? The Taker one? Yeah, I dug that one. You know? I dug that one. I I mean, I always go to Benoit because Benoit's was just magical. It was... It was great. Perfect. I mean, it, it, it definitely seemed like it was changing of the guard when you you kind of thought that Vince was going to go with who he usually goes with as far as the winner, and it's very obvious. But as I sat there and I watched Benoit on SmackDown, how he and the GM at the time, Paul Heyman, were interacting, I was like, Benoit is doing a little bit too much. And then it clicked in. I was like, that's the Royal Rumble winner. 
that's the new world champion when it comes to WrestleMania 20. And man, like yeah, that was that was definitely dope. It was awesome. Oh shit! Oh, this was the very first female Royal Rumble. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, the very first women's Royal Rumble as well, and the right person went over. And <laughs> I'm not gonna go into it because you know how I feel about Oscar, but yeah, she was the winner. But uh, also, that was very short lived. Cause like, I don't even think, I don't even think the damn guy started singing on the song, and damn Ronda Rousey was out there. It's like, damn, you just shitted on her win mm-hmm. that fast. But um, were you drinking it, little boy, little boy, little boy? Well, since I can't smoke it, nobody said I couldn't drink it. This is from Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, Hazy, mm. Hazy IPA, intense, crisp, and hoppy notes. Yeah, that's. Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, Lexington, Virginia. Uh, look at them uh, on dbbrewingcompany.com. Uh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, al- oh, shit. Alcohol volume is 6.5%. Okay, okay, okay. Damn, damn okay. <laughs> I and- might feel it a bit. <laughs> so I, well, I saw it. Where did it- Oh, it's in that hand and it's nicely rolled. What are you smoking on? Well, first of all, it's twofold. I'm sipping on effing vodka and Sprite. Oh, Sprite? You guys have Sprite? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you have Sprite? It's still some of that uh that, that New Year's batch. That's that uh, effing sour apple and Sprite. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got some OG purple. This shit is purple. Legit purple. Really purple? Yeah, look, it's, it's the color purple, dog. Mm. You told Harper on to the <laughs> On the Whoopi Goldberg look good side of the game <laughs> was on the Soul Williams. It's the it's, it's the it's gonna rain on She's your beautiful. Head. <laughs> if y'all don't know, man, check out Zoe Williams, man. The Zoe White Show, man. Yeah. Voice of Reason. Yeah. That man is a, a very big advocate of how good Whoopi looked back in the day. <laughs> and even with my beard goggles, I just don't see it. Man, God, I mean, but hey, damn. who am I? Uh, that's, that's on that's on the island. That's a, that's that's lost on the island shit. People have, I mean, some people would say Macy Gray is attractive. I try to say goodbye, but you ugly. <laughs> I just left a couple dollars on the dresser. She always reminded me of a, I guess, a female Bob Dylan. Like, you don't know why they got that far. Maybe the songs that they write are good. Not shitting on Macy Gray, but I, it's hey, not. Is, he, is it her or Tracy Chapman, the one that got that settlement from uh, the tra- Tracy Chapman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, this is when KO and uh It's the first split. It's the first the first time they joined up. Yeah. It's right after Hell in a Cell. Like they were so happy, like, man, we here, we actually we doing it. <laughs> That's crazy. Do we have to? We must. Alright. Well Episode 40. Episode 40. Um Yeah, this is uh Monday Night Trash. Oh well, yeah, y'all already know what we start on. <laughs> what do we always start on? I mean, has there been? It's been like one episode where SmackDown was the first episode. This had to been way back in the summer when. Well, we we argued about that one that it should have went first. That was the one where they did the karaoke shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like right after the split. Yeah, right after the. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Uh, all right. Alright, I guess uh, Triple H kicks off this episode, as we'll find out in a bit why. Very corny, piped in Triple H chants, and it's been a long time since he's done it. 
But he welcomes us to Monday Night Trash just to get interrupted by Randy Orton, who says the office decided to show up when Drew McIntyre couldn't. And as you know by now, it was supposed to be Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre in a non-title match, but that wouldn't happen tonight, as we found out earlier in the day that he tested positive for COVID. But he's asymptomatic. Orton's hey, did you take a swig of that? Huh? You ain't taking no swig of that. No, I just went right into it. I'm going to wait till you. Uh... Here you go. Come on. Cheers. It. Cheers. Oh, okay. Bing. <laughs> oh, you just gonna leave me hanging? Oh, okay. I got drink by myself, folks. Well, I, gotta... I guess I am haze and the hops today. That's not hops. That's great. Well, I'm haze and the alcohol. Today. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I was popping. I need your lighter uh, also because my wife has my can opener. But look, look, at, look at this man over here blaming the wife. I ain't got nothing open. Look at this <laughs> line. Oh, I can't open Do it with your hands. And you got your still. <laughs> so asking for it's lighter. This asshole is like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and light my shit before he goes. Like, I'm gonna take forever's. Should I eat an edible? All right, nigga, you got a whole lot of shit. Like, you went on a binge a couple of times ago and was sitting over here like. <laughs> Man got Confessing like I, no, I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know, motherfucker, you've been on a man. No, no, that was uh, that was last week. Um, fuck, what was it? The two edibles? I ate two edibles on the show. I was fucked up. This tastes like that ramble on. Okay. Yeah, the penalty beer that you know oh so well. Hmm. So that can, I don't know, man. I like that motherfucking. I think uh, <laughs> WrestleMania. Uh-huh. I, I think if we do like major pay per views, I think uh, Penalty Beer might be a hot bottle of Mickey's. Nah, man, you trying to puke like the what room temperature? Fucking Mickey's like not chilled or nothing. <sighs> Fuck that shit, man. It has to be. I can see it now. I'm sitting here. Yeah, he he, he end up losing in the most. De- <laughs> <laughs> And then the show's over. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's probably a bad idea. I don't think Miss 420 going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why I smell like that in here? Yeah, this will be the time she appears on the show as well. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> then we have that technical difficulty music. <laughs> Come back to thinking it's over. We done got popped in the head. So <laughs> Wham! Big boot! <laughs> yeah, big boot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, Orton knows that, uh, Orton, oh, oh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Let me see. see? You made me lose a spot. All right. Orton says he was supposed to have a pretty big match tonight. Triple H says he's aware of that. And he knows Orton is as well, but that match won't be happening tonight. Orton knows that, uh, Orton knows that, and Triple H is there, and he figured that he makes an official ruling. He asks, is Triple H going to announce Orton's number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble, or is he going to cut all of the bullshit and announce him as the new WWE champion? Triple H suggests if Orton wants that title, he should win the Royal Rumble any way that he can. And Orton doesn't understand why he's uh, in the win. Uh, 
Orton doesn't understand stand that, but uh, he thinks Triple H is there to make a call benefiting Orton. So what the hell is it going to be? Triple H asks, uh, this is where the fuck they are at now with all of the cheap threats and shit. Flexing his jaw muscles and shit. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. And shit. <laughs> and, and shit. <laughs> Orton said, I mean, Triple H says Orton's run in 2020 and 2021 have been oppressive. And uh, the old Orton showed back up at Triple H, set back, and a lot of shit uh, took place, but he was at all. And a lot of people criticized and didn't understand what Orton was doing, and he took it too far, but not Triple H. He sat there and watched his match with The Fiend, and speaking of matches, we watched Orton light that match knowing what was at the other side of the flame, which was the WWE title, and The Fiend was the only thing in the way. Triple H was proud of what he did because he would have done the same fucking thing because it stood between what Orton wanted it. Ooh, shit. Uh, wanted and it benefited him. Orton said it earlier, what benefited him. It's been a couple of things that Orton's done, though that Triple H doesn't understand like kicking legends in the head, and he kicked a lot of them. Uh, he runs down the line uh, of who he punted, especially Ric Flair. He understands him burning... The Fiend, but not Rick, especially if that didn't benefit him. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I love Triple H, but how do we forget when Triple H return, returned from injury on a Monday night, uh, Raw, about, what was it, about 14 years ago? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and tagged up with a Nature Boy, and after the match, he turned on Flair and gave him one of the most epic ass whoopings we ever Man. seen Flair take. He Lord. busted him in the head with a sledgehammer. <laughs> 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 he beat him up the ramp. He beat him backstage and told no one to fucking touch him as he tossed his ass in the limousine and busted out the window wherever Flair was in the back before sending the bloody battered Flair off. But okay, this is WWE where we forget the past, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we're just nitpicking. He says Orton is not everything he thinks he is and it solidified in Triple H's mind that Orton is a no good prick. Orton says, fuck out of here. He's all that. <laughs> That's what he's saying? Yeah, he said that in my mind. Yeah, in your third eye. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's all that. And he says he's like Triple H used to be. As a matter of fact, is the game still there? Is the king of kings still there? If he is, maybe Orton will take Triple H out for good. Not in a match, but in a fight. They go back over 20 years and ask if he accepts. Triple H says Orton should know it's no benefit to him. So the answer is no. Orton takes a line from an older segment, and I forgot who it was. Yeah, that was right. Uh, it was Dean Ambrose who said Orton says uh, that he knows why Triple H won't do it because Stephanie isn't there, and he's unable to retrieve her balls, his balls, from her purse. Triple H doesn't like that shit and snuffs Orton with a right, sending him to the outside, and he guesses that shit means yes. Tom Phillips says Triple H didn't say anything, and we know this is just to stretch this out during this show. I don't know why the whole stretch out needed to be. You can just have it saying that, oh, okay, we're going to fight and then have the fight of the main event. Like, we know that's going to be the main event. Like, what? Fucking Triple H and Orton. First time Triple H and laced his boots up, what, year and a half? He won at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. He wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, not at. Yeah, he wasn't at this not past. Not 36. Yeah. 35. Yeah, so. Uh. Ooh. That's going to be the main event, so we didn't need to stretch it out and be like, oh, what is he going to fight? Oh, my God. Is it going to happen? Okay. Whatever. It's Triple H. I did, I did mark out a little bit. When, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to 
get to it. Sarah is backstage with Charlotte. And let me stop right there because we've got another member of the, what is it, the Platinum Kiss My Ass Club? Mm-hmm. His name is Bully Ray. Well, no, I wouldn't say he's platinum because he, he, he's on the outside looking in. So I definitely say he's on the gold. He's, on, he's, he's trying to get to the platinum status. He's trying to get back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I didn't like the comments that he made about the fans because remember, at the end of the day, the fans is the reason why you even exist, Bully Ray. Yeah. You and your brother, Devon. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so for you to say what we're supposed to do or what we're not supposed to do, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. We all know that Charlotte is there, you know, for our own accolades. And from what we see for years, no one has benefited from Charlotte's run but Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, who at at a point where they could have pushed uh, Sasha Banks to the to be on the same par as Charlotte? Yeah, like they they didn't take advantage of it. Hell, <laughs> Becky Lynch only got over mm-hmm. because we are tired of Charlotte. That's- Becky Lynch would not have gotten over if Charlotte was. Anything like Rick, as far as like character wise, we all knew it was bullshit when uh, Charlotte had came back, and Becky Lynch had a little bit of a run in that summer. It was supposed to be a one on one with Carmella, right? Yeah, yeah. And what happened was Charlotte came back and, and uh, she won, and then the heel turn happened. But it looked like that it was the ultimate ultimate face turn yeah. for Becky Lynch. Is everybody sided with her, knowing it was some bullshit what they was doing with this whole Charlotte agenda. But yeah, Bully Ray, uh, he said that uh, Charlotte's one of the greatest women performers ever, and he finds it ridiculous that certain fans slam her online. He says you're always going to have people on social media who think that they understand or know what's going on in that ring. And uh, <clears throat> he says, what does make great talent? Charlotte is the top of the food chain uh, of all time, and when it comes to women's wrestling, all time, all time. And she's possibly in the top three females of all time. It's not even up for debate, and that's a cold, hard fact. And to sit there on social media and to talk crap about Charlotte, oh, she's the only in that spot uh, because of her father. I mean, how old is that one? Because, of course, if she didn't have the last name Flair, she wouldn't be as athletic as she is. She wouldn't look as good as she does. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. Hold a goddamn minute. Mm -hmm. Look as good. (laughs) Look, look, what? (laughs) Bitch like Ty Grizzly. I mean, what are you talking about? Look, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, she wouldn't have the gear that she does. Just stop it already. And said that he finished up. He said, you look completely foolish and ignorant. If you take the social media and start bashing one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, you look foolish and ignorant. Okay, so let me, let me, let me, let me counter that with a couple things. Okay. I am a huge Triple H fan. I think Triple H is one of the greatest fucking wrestlers of all time. Agreed. When Triple H was gifted the world heavyweight title, nobody wanted to see that shit. Agreed. Nobody wanted to see him go over RVD and Kane and all those matches they had. Lengthy, nobody wanted to see him over. Title one. Nobody wanted to see him over motherfucking Booker T at WrestleMania. Booker T should have won it at WrestleMania. And nobody, hell, nobody wanted to see Booker uh, Goldberg lose at uh, SummerSlam. I mean, yeah. the majority I did because I'm a I'm a heel fan, but yeah. The consensus is we, you know, like you're not building any prestige to it. Hell, when Triple H came back for the third DX reunion with Shawn Michaels, yeah. I didn't want to see that shit. I didn't want to see it. Nobody, like, had, nobody asked for that. Okay, we could take it back even further. Yeah. 
Nigga, like the 90th fucking uh, Stone Cold versus The Rock match. Nobody want to see that shit. Uh, which one was this? A WrestleMania 19? I'm going to be honest with you. One of my favorite pay-per-views that I went to. I didn't want to see it come down to Stone Cold versus The Rock at the end of Survivor Series. Too much Steve and Dwayne. Got tired of it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to see that last fucking Royal Rumble that fucking Stone Cold won. Nobody wanted to see Stone Cold win that Royal Rumble. But I think that, uh, the whole... At the end of it, it all made sense. Oh, yeah, but I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, at the that, top of the car for too long. Yeah. No, you know. You, you all, could tell that it was running its course and something needed to change after a while. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, Rock Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Okay, we've seen it before. But. Okay, so, but how long has Charlotte been at the tip top of the fucking car? A long time. I'm talking about at pretty least. much ever since she set foot to the main roster. Everything was Charlotte, 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 Charlotte. And then I feel like if you're a great wrestler, you make everyone around you great. But as we can see with Charlotte, it's the complete opposite. It seems like when Charlotte comes around you, you you take a you take a you bow down to the queen. You bow down to the queen, and you're not as special as you was. Example: Rhea Ripley, who we don't know what what's going to happen to her after NXT as she lost to the last woman standing match. But Raquel Gonzalez has her place now. Yeah, you know. So, but but, but look. Yeah, Rhea put Rhea put Raquel over. Yeah, which is something that Charlotte doesn't do. We know the whole history about what she said at the Royal Rumble that she didn't want to lose or be eliminated by anybody, anyone from NXT, and it has to be some truth to it because that's 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 the story right there. Mm-hmm. And and what happened, it kind of makes sense in the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, what Bully Ray? This is the same motherfucker that said it made sense for Goldberg to dethrone Bray Wyatt as the WWE Championship. So, I, 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 hey, I'm gonna be honest with you. What's kind of, I kind of have some some decent. Uh, I, I have it's a twofold with that. It sucks that it was, you know, him that did it, but it also protects people like Seth Rollins who. Should never been placed in that position in the first place. Mm. Goldberg is able to take the hate because he's a part timer. Mm. He's got he's got his long term fans that, that that's going to be there regardless. See, Seth Rollins should have never been placed in placed in that position. And Seth well, Rollins the title probably, uh, the fiend should have never got the title to begin oh, with. Yeah, he didn't but, need yeah. the title nah. at all. I don't understand why that decision was made. Like, oh, we have to get the title on the feed, and the fans, the fans like it. Never had to happen. The fans are going to like the feed regardless. 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 But what I'm saying is, they had already fucked up with the fiend at Hell in a Cell, correct? Correct. And it left a nasty taste in everybody's mouth. So for you to do that again, when you're trying to, trying to rinse that bullshit off, and you do it again, like yeah. that's that's my. But Bully Ray was all about it, and. Who the fuck are you, Bully Ray, to say what the fans do? Like, the fans are the reason why you're where you're at. So, uh, at the end of the day, do we put Bully Ray with Jackson Riker, Hulk Hogan, and who else was in that? <laughs> nah, I, don't put, I don't put him right there yet. It's, it's a couple of times. I'm like, motherfucker, but who the fuck are you, Bully Ray? Bully Ray was just a person who 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 benefited off of the fans. Yep. Got tired of seeing the same old, same old. 
that's that's what's happening now, bro. Yeah. It always happens. And when you get tired of seeing the same old, same old, yep. you switch it up. Yeah. Like, I mean, we even see that with NXT. Yeah. Like, the whole reason why, I think, you know, of course, we, we, we want to see a different show. We want to see something different, you know yeah. what I'm saying, as far as programming. But yeah. if NXT is giving you the same old, same old, and then it started to turn into a little bit of version of SmackDown and Raw. Which has happened. You're going to want a motherfucker tune in more into fucking AEW. Yeah. Well, back with the shit. Yeah, back to the shit. Back to the shit. All right, yeah. <clears throat> Charlotte calls Lacey Evans classless, and she's fallen in line with the rest of the brawls that Nate's knocked off in his career operating Space Mountain. She says her dad understands why she got pissed, and he knows that she all her life has been a competitor. It's 2021, and she's about to have a match that's going to the finish. <laughs> and why is Sarah asking about her dad, who is at home? Okay, Drew McIntyre says this COVID shit is real, as he called it, but he's lucky he doesn't have any symptoms. He goes down the uh, way of saying, staying protected, and he'll be back in a few. So, all right, we have Charlotte versus Lacey Evans to the finish we go, but Lacey says Charlotte needs to calm the fuck down, and Rick wanted it, and she dedicates this match to him. During the match, look who showed up. The Nature Boy is there in the Technodrome later. In a match, Charlotte goes for a cover on Lacey near the ropes, but Rick puts Lacey's foot on the ropes, breaking the count. Of course, Charlotte is pissed about it, and Rick says, fuck that shit. He ain't staying at home, and he's there for the uh, for the hooker. <laughs> Lacey goes for the women's right, but misses her going into the apron. Charlotte tells Rick to get his fucking ass home and goes to suplex Lacey in the ring, but Rick trips up Charlotte with Lacey landing on top of her with a cover. Rick holds on to the boots, helping Lacey pick up the win. After the match, Lacey looked like she was about to go for what she knows on a ramp, but Rick and maybe she is a hooker. Sarah tries to get in a word with Lacey and Rick backstage, and Lacey says she's going to change the hotel number. But do but do do. Yeah, um, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm I'm all with it, bro. Um, I give that a give that a ground just because of the story at the end. I like the I like the fact that I'm got something to chew my put my teeth into with uh Lacey. Yeah, I mean it could have it could have not been anything with it. It could have been the same old same old bullshit, and it's not. And I'm glad. Mm, yeah, I agree. I mean. Yeah. Whichever way to keep Charlotte's attention on something else besides going for that. Yeah. For a Royal Rumble winner and somehow her winning the title back. Yeah, keep these storylines going right here. Um, let's give this one, uh, I don't know, Miller High Life. You know, nothing, nothing special, but nothing bad. Right. But, uh, I just want to see where it goes with that. But, uh, hey, man, fuck all that. Are my eyes deceiving me, or is that the number one announcer in all of the WWE? My Friday night delight on Monday, though. Kayla Braxton, who is with Keith Lee, who is quickly interrupted by the low-down Dirty Sheamus, who loves to kick Lee while he's down after his loss with McIntyre. Keith put up a hell of a fight, and he earned McIntyre's respect, so if that's the case, Sheamus says... Him as well. And uh, they're interrupted by Miz Morrison. And you know this spells tag team match later on. They challenge Lee and Sheamus to a match. And Lee accepts the match. And Miz reminds that the, la- uh, that the last time they were they faced each other, Lee was junkie kicked by Sheamus. Ooh, need a real body. The pot is stirred a little, but we'll see what happens there later on. And I don't give a fuck about Elias versus Jeff Hardy. Because for one, why is this shit still going on? And for two, fuck 
Jackson Riker. And everything he got to do on my TV screen. Yep. So, uh, Sheamus and Keith Lee versus Miz and Morrison and the finish. And well, shit, during this match, though, Lee launches Morrison out of the corner to the other side. And Lee goes charging in the opposite corner and breaks Morrison and the turnbuckle <laughs> as it collapses. Lee marvels at his work with a smirk, and after Sheamus gets worked on for a bit, Lee gets the hot tag and fucks up Miz and Morrison. Morrison is swatted out of the air when he wanted one park or kick too many. Lee in the corner is blind tagged by Sheamus, who junkie kicked Morrison to pick up the win. It looks like Low Down Dirty and Lee have buried the hatchet for now, as Miz again is left ringside frustrated. Alright, Triple H says since Orton can't get through his head and wants to find out if the game still has it, this fight is on and it's on behalf of all the legends Orton disrespected. And well, damn, Seamus versus Keith Lee. Well, shit, that union was short-lived as Bell is wrong. Also, a match we've seen as they fight it out, definitely heavy-hitting and smash mouth. Um, uh, you can see this is an episode that's going to have matches after a fucking match. Stay tuned with that. Sheamus worked on that left arm during the match, but we find Lee powering out of the arm bar and slamming Sheamus to the mat. Then he spirit bomb to get the win. Have you had enough? Low down dirty. And Sheamus rejects the fist bump and wants to hug it out now. Lee alone, man. Oh. Woo. <laughs> okay. Drew McIntyre says Goldberg is an idiot and clearly didn't watch how Randy Orton disrespect the legends last week. Oh, wait a minute. That was me that said that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Piss poor creative, man. Piss poor creative. McIntyre says don't meet your heroes because they will let you down. And he didn't want to accept Goldberg's challenge, but fuck that shit. He put his hands on McIntyre. And for that, Goldberg's next at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Get this shit over with. Mm -hmm. Get this shit over with quick. Like, I don't want Goldberg nowhere near anything else. And, like, what? Why is Goldberg a draw all of a sudden? Mm -hmm. Why? Well, how is he such a big draw all of a sudden? Like, Goldberg comes in, does three moves. He's not going to give you a long match. The match that went lengthy, lengthy was one of the worst matches ever that year. And that was him against The Undertaker mm -hmm. over there at the Crown Royal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Matt Riddle. Give me a cup. Yeah. Matt Riddle can't wait for his U.S. title with Lashley as he talks about some pizza and shit with the Lucha House Party. Lince says, watch his back because the Hurt Business fight dirty. All right, now it's Xavier Woods versus Donovan Dijak. As we found out, Kofi Kingston is nursing a jaw injury, and now we see Xavier go solo. You know that we don't care about Rush Buried or that promo, so let's get to the good part as Dijak has been watered down. He is nothing like what he was in NXT, and we loved how agile this guy was because of his size. Man, he's just... He's, hold on, hold on. There's technical difficulties going on right now because I'm rolling up a blunt that's got wax and some uh, some other wax in it. So? But usually it will be... Boo! <laughs> boo! But I'm still rolling up my blunt. So but, go ahead. But, like, give me some, give it, give it a little bit more, boo. Hold on, I got to finish my blunt. All right, don't come in after I'm done with it. <laughs> it was like I'm down with the good part. Yeah, the NXT boo. This was booze from Raw. <laughs> boo. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just as normal as everyone else on Monday Night Trash by doing his generic big guy shit. And it was a lot of Dijak. And Xavier tries to mount a comeback, but Retcher Buried distracts him on an apron. And Dijak continuously drives the right shoulder. Hey, what she Hop it down, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's when it was crunk as a bitch out that motherfucker, bro. Yeah, it was red fucking hot, man. Usos couldn't do no 2018 more. 2018 Usos? Shh. 
I used to love their promos, man. And what I love about it, they, they don't have no motherfucking writers. They nah. do it themselves. You could tell it was not scripted. Stay ready, so we ain't gotta get ready. But we got a question for you two. How do you prepare for two brothers who ain't got nothing to lose? You can't. How do you prepare for two brothers who ride from the womb to the tomb? You can't. How do you prepare for two brothers that's been down since day one? Hey, who's we ain't trying to sell no t-shirts? This ain't no merch. This a lifestyle. We How live. do you prepare for the five-time WWE Tag Team Jimmy, Jimmy, and Jay God damn it. Bro, that shit just chilled out my spine. It's just so God fucking dope. And what was... Man, I can't wait till he come back. I cannot wait till he come back because he was naturally comfortable as fuck on the mic. Yeah, and what was different back then also as well is there was some sort of a tag team division. As you see in the ring, they're going against Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable, which beforehand it was Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. And I, that's the reason why the Ooh. Usos went heel then. Uh, man, when, that Jason Jordan boy, yeah. I, I'm sad that he didn't make it because, man, think yeah. about, oh, that's who would probably would end up in the hurt business. Oh, now. man. Jason yeah. Jordan. Yeah, I, I know he's a, <gasps> I know he's an agent or a producer yeah. backstage. Like he has some. Last know, time I seen him on TV was when, uh, the whole wreck with Elias. Yeah. He was one of the people that was... Uh, <laughs> and, and also, he's the son of Kurt Angle. You're right. <laughs> Kurt Angle. But, that would... That, come on, bro. Yeah. Bro, let's take a second about that. So, we got... Y'all thought that we gonna put... Y'all gonna put... Ooh. Y'all gonna put... Y'all gonna put Jason Jordan on there, but y'all ain't even gonna give him a black mama to have on there? Because, like, that nigga tan. Like, so, y'all... Why y'all didn't use Chad Gable? It made the most sense in the world. You know that 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 was the start. Also, of why are you breaking up tag teams? Like we we yeah. we witnessed uh, Enzo and Big Cass. They broke up the same year. Like, but at least, all right. But at least, what made sense about that? At least, all right. You had a plan for both of them. You know what I'm saying? Like you you planned to make Big Cass and Enzo big solo stars. But neither one of them shits happened as we've seen in both of their careers. Well, I mean, both, I mean, big cast because his mouth and well, shit, really both because they mouth. I think if you would have kept them together, they they would have lasted a bit longer. Like oh, they didn't so even get a title run. Man, dude, big cast could have. I mean, both of them, dog. Yeah, like, they, they didn't even get a, a, a tag team title run in NXT or the main roster, and like that was they was over as a tag team. I think a bit more uh, in comparison to their singles. Their singles, uh, what, what, make, what didn't make any sense is like real talk. Like if you wanted to make put the single career on, yeah. you should have just kept Enzo and Cass together and just had Enzo be his fucking mouthpiece. Well, there you have it. There you like, go. I mean, but they still could have been a tag team as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like once he, his singles aspirate, like yeah. they could have really went after maybe Big Cass go after the Intercontinental US yeah. title and then have. Like they could have really had like three belts and been dominant champions in that aspect. Like yeah, and we have seen the pattern. Not that we're shitting on the Usos at all because they they were red hot and mm-hmm. one of my favorite tag teams. But the Usos didn't have the title 
the new they had the title. Yeah. <laughs> and this went on for several about but, them, but they were they was the only ones that was really carrying that shit to like Yeah, I, I mean, mean uh, all the matches were red hot, but who else did you have that were contenders to, to come? I mean you had the bar, but that was a makeshift mm-hmm. tag team for quite some time until we realized that hey, Sheamus and Cesaro gel pretty well together. AKA Raw is trash and we're only filling it up with fucking regular shit. So let's go ahead and get to the finish of this shit. <laughs> We ain't been we've been talking about everything but raw because raw is fucking trash. What's for dinner tonight, man? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might stake it up, dog, for real. I got I, I got some New York scripts from Kroger. They five ninety nine a pound. I had to. That's they had ribeyes last week for the same price. I got some coal over there. All right, uh, I'll take my medium. All right. uh... Dijak continuously drives the right shoulder to Xavier into the Oh, ropes. yeah, that's and, right. And then Bo! hits the feast your eyes to pick up the win. Boo. Lead this shit alone, bro. I don't care. I do not care. All right. Well, Sarah is with Randy Orton as they take a trip down memory lane. And he, in Triple H's history, he repeats a promo from last week and about his newfound hate. And he's going to direct it towards Triple H. Matt Riddle versus Bobby Lashley for the U.S. title. And damn, this isn't the match that I thought that we'd get as Lashley destroyed Matt Riddle in minutes. Lashley attacked Riddle before the match, and the bell is finally rung. More Lashley, but Riddle gets a little offense off, but not enough. I see another match as they've already gave this one away. I still see this going into the Royal Rumble. Riddle is out uh, into the Hurt Lock, and he taps with Lashley retaining the title. After that ass whipping from Lashley, Riddle calls out MVP, and it's another match after a match. And this is clearly uh, what shows that Vince and Bruce, where is my Carmex? It's ran out. Hand me some chapstick so I can fluff and buff the boss. Fuck is you doing, Pritchard? On the king of the platinum, kiss my ass club. Yeah, they have no clue what to do creatively on Monday Night Trash. And one decent storyline isn't enough to make it through a three-hour show. A three-hour show. A three-hour show. Matt Riddle versus MVP. We know what this is. After the Riddle squash, I guess this is the only way to make it right, but Riddle gets the upper hand of MVP and soccer kicks Lashley while on an apron, and Lashley causes the DQ, and they attack Riddle, flatlining by Lashley, and MVP caps it off by, hey, 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 what's happening, Holmes? What's going on, ese vato? You, you heard me last week. I talked about uh, something that happened on NXT. So I am back with my hazy cerveza this week. My name is Hector. And yes, MVP took his boot and he kicked Matt Riddle in the lever. It's the kidney. No, it was the lever. It's the kidney. Well, the, my issue about the liver, you need your liver to drink. What is that? Efren, Efren vodka vato and an Esprite? That it sounds good, happened. but it was the kidney. Oh, he was holding his lever. He was holding. He was holding his lever, and you know what's next to the lever? The kidney. That's where he kicked him at in the kidney. Come on, Eduardo. There was you in biology. No, I was outside smoking cigarettes and selling fucking Plan Plan B pills, son. <laughs> Come on, Eduardo. <laughs> We're trying to talk about the lever, and it is one of the most pivotal organs in your body, and you need it. But if you get kicked in the lever, hey, hey, it's the kidney. <laughs> <laughs> that liver shot looked like it fucking hurt, too. Yeah, bro. 
it, it, that's just a way to make regular moves look dope, man. Yeah, yeah. They can't do no wrong to me. I, to me, this was a stupid feud to start up anyway. Matt Riddle should have never. Oh, this definitely leave, leave it alone. Because, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're sat like I love show. I love Bobby Lashley. I love the Hurt Business. Yep. But I don't like this shit that they're making them do. Like. Why are we burying Matt Riddle? Why are we even putting Matt Riddle in this position yet? Like, he should still be kind of, like, having classic matches with, like, let's say Dorado and shit. And, you know, Especially building motherfuckers Matt up. Matt Riddle, legit, he is an MMA fighter. Bobby Lashley, legit if MMA you fighter. You build to that inevitable yes, match. Like, yes. that, this this right here could have been a Royal Rumble show still. Yes. You could have motherfucking drugged that bitch out all the way to WrestleMania. And man, think about it. If you if you want to book that correctly, the whole prize from that was the winner gets Brock Lesnar because we know both of them want Brock Lesnar. What a the story right there. Yeah, the story right there. Like then it'll be United States, and then then that, and then you can make the fucking U.S. title mean something. Lash- man, Brock Lesnar beat whoever the fucks for the title, and the U.S. title means something. Instant prestige to that title. Um. Yeah, he ain't never that, been a U.S. champion. Matt Riddle said it himself. He wants to be the one to retire Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley said it himself. The only reason he, he came wa- back was to get Brock Lesnar. And a world title. So Brock. what better way for this shit to all make sense is the winner of a few that y'all probably potentially fucked up because you gave this shit away on Raw on this episode is the winner gets Brock Lesnar. I think you can still if you if you end this feud like now, yeah. which I don't think they will. Nah. But you could come back to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially if you do maybe some fit some uh pipe fit and pipe fit pit fight matches. Maybe you motherfucking have a steel cage where it's just a submission match. Oh shit, I thought those Air Force ones. Those are Jordan ones. Yeah. White on white jumps. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can have a fucking steel cage match with only a submission win or a submission or knockout. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's a UFC style type match. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what you get. But also, we're, uh, you know, we're fantasy booking because we don't even know if Brock would even come back for that. So, because last time I checked, he his contract is ended. Oh, it's been gone. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like still... We we can't we can't get anything to that. Like well, why are we? They just, still could have been booked better. It's just yeah, it's perfect storyline that you got right there that you yeah. can always just have right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like didn't have to incorporate the hurt business. Didn't no. have to incorporate anything. It's just straight up your fucking real life shit. You do all this broken kayfabe shit, yeah. and then when you have something that you can utilize, you don't utilize it at all. At all. At all. So whatever. Yeah. Why are they talking about SmackDown and what's going on over there? Everything. <laughs> a, reason, a reason not to go off the subject. It's because it's Monday Night Trash and this show sucks. It doesn't look like they will keep these shows separate as they say they would, but we all know WWE hardly ever says what they mean. Speaking of which, hasn't everyone else declared themselves as an entrant in the Royal Rumble? So why can't Drew Gulak... Adam Pearce says he just can't let anyone in the Royal Rumble, and why not? Anyway, he has to beat ASAP AJ, and if he does, Drew Gulak is in the Rumble. 
All right, Drew Gulak versus ASAP AJ. Wish this was important, but we know ASAP ain't losing this. The match wasn't even that bad, but it's a waste to review it, and we know it's the obvious. Gulak is tossed over the top as a size 25 foot of Omos comes into view. <laughs> Gulak says to himself, that's a big-ass foot. And ASAP rams Gulak into the announcer's desk and is sent back into the ring. Phenomenal form from ASAP. Uh, and it kills Gulak, Gulak's dream in the Rumble as he picks up the win. And if this is the case of Gulak having to compete to get an entry in the Rumble, I don't want to see a bullshit entry. Okay, yeah. like Tucker or Roe or anyone who runs for the 24-7 championship in the fucking Rumble. Right. Uh, Leo alone. Hey, man. I mean, Mm-mm. wait a minute. Mm-mm. Wait a minute. I ain't even putting it up. I ain't even putting it First up. of all, you ain't got to put it up. Because first of all, I'm back. It got me away from whatever that Jackson Riker or whatever he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm back. And I'm just glad to be back on the show, man. Yup. Maybe I'll come back on SmackDown. You'll probably be feeling a little bit better. Anyway. Keith Lee tells Triple H he's there for him when it comes to Orton. Uh, but Triple H says he's got this one. And, um... I've got my tracks in. I was off. I had a sick day, but they beat O'Shana Baylor. Someone's getting small. Drop to a table. A table. (laughs) (laughs) Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the Sexy Muscle Twins. Who gives a fuck? Nia Jax was going to the top, but Baszler tagged herself. Woo! Man, this match was dope as fuck. Oh, my God. It was. It was. We watched this. We watched yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, dude, yeah. I mean, bro, this this is why I love this tag team. Yeah. Bro. Come on, man. The O'Connor roll, bro. I just love that move. Yeah. Boom. Oh. Boom. Boom. Matt and Nick Jackson aren't the other aren't the only ones that can throw a super kick party. Nah, I think uh, that, that's that's the match you really want to see. Right, for true. For true. Like I love to get. Let me get that match. Yeah, for true. I don't even give a fuck if they kind of old. Just let me get that match one day. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, oh, this was the two out of three. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Baszler tags herself in and makes Mandy Rose go night-night in the Kirifuda clutch to pick up the win. Nia didn't really like that. And will we see a breakup between these two? Lee Long, man. I don't care. God, a lot of Lee Long. A lot of Lee Long. I do not care. Raw sucks. Fuck Raw. All right. uh, Triple H versus Randy Orton. I still love that entrance of Paul Levesque, and I've mm-hmm. always loved that Motorhead theme. No mm-hmm. ring gear, just street clothes and a leather jacket as his fight is on. They note that it's been more than a year since Triple H has been in a match, but he stays ready. Orton takes his time getting in the ring as he plays mind games with Triple H. He finally gets in the ring and gets dropped by Triple H. Orton goes back to the outside to regroup, and he's back in on Triple H. It goes back and forth as Triple H goes for the spine buster, but it's countered and Triple H is taken to the outside and Orton sent, tries sending Orton into the steel steps, but Triple H counters sending Orton into the steps, opening up a nasty gash on the cheek of uh, Orton. And uh, Triple H sends Orton into the barricade, but gets a thumb to the eye. Orton bounces Triple H head first off the announcer's desk, but Triple H blocks the belly to belly to uh, the belly to back, giving Orton a taste of his own medicine. Orton back inside. Triple H grabs the sledgehammer from under the ring, and as he goes back to the inside, the lights begin to shut off. Triple H finally inside notices his sledgehammer has caught fire. The lights shut all the way off, and Triple H is gone. 
The lights cut back on and we see Alexa Bliss in the corner and she puts up her left hand of pain and shoots a fireball into the eyes of Orton and he rolls around and screams in pain as this terrible, 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 terrible. Show comes to an end. I'll give it a two grams uh, uh, some um, it's two grams of this purple OG. Yep. What I liked about it was I was I didn't see none of that coming. I didn't see the ending of that coming. Yep. I, I mean I didn't know where they was gonna roll with. It. I mean, who? I mean I knew it might have been some motherfucking fiend shit, but I didn't know it was gonna be that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Uh, it can't. It's not saving the show, bro. Like nope. I didn't give a fuck about nothing. That's why I said one storyline, one decent storyline, is not going to. Make for a good. Three I don't hour care show. about Keith Lee. I don't care about the Drew McIntyre, Sheamus shit. I mean, I like well, yeah, I, we, and I like all these guys. Yeah, we hate to say that, but you've not given us no reason to give a fuck about it. Okay. Um. No. No. Uh. No. Uh. Roach clip. And plus, and plus, you motherfuckers didn't have our truth on the show. Oh yeah, I do. I do have a uh, Roach clip. Kayla, you got me on my knees. Yeah. Wait, man, I can't even strum the guitar. Look, look. She is never your roach clip. She's my roach clip this week. She is never your roach clip. She's my roach clip this week. What the fuck? I'll motherfucking like two blunts to that. Well, I'm going to talk to you off air because I don't like that shit. No, I don't like that shit. But my last shot is also Caleb Braxton. Yeah, man. Uh, she showed up on, on, on Monday Night Trash and you stole my shit. That's the only reason I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, nothing I cared about, dude. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, can't, I can't give Triple H versus Randy Orton my roach clip. Not I, when Caleb Braxton nah, was on there. Nah, as I, as I laid back trying to watch this shit, I noticed that, you know, in comparison to watching everything else with pleasure, like, I just noticed the shit was like annoying me as I sat there while I was watching the show. I was like, man, this seat is making my back hurt a little bit. Yeah. Why my legs feel numb a little bit? Maybe I should get, walk around. Maybe I should look outside. Maybe I should watch Waterboy. Maybe I should watch the deer just chill in the back. Maybe I should do anything else besides watch this fucking show. Do better. Do better. Will they? Probably not. You know what? This show's so bad, we ain't even gonna finish. And we are back to discuss some wrestling. Yeah, uh, before we do that, though, speaking of we, this guy gets in touch with me on Monday <laughs> about a game that I was playing back in the summertime that completely interrupted all of my Final Fantasy VII because, Didn't like, interrupt a, mine. because <laughs> like a fool, like I downloaded it and I was like, uh, I, I, I want to wait, but let me get in about maybe... 30 minutes of it and man I seen a scene on there that made me just play the game throughout the whole throughout the whole summer well until I was finally done with it and uh, went back to Final Fantasy 7 the game we're talking about is The Last of Us 2 but <laughs> I pick up the phone and all I hear is <laughs> I said you got to that part didn't you yeah I'm gonna kill Joe <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Spoiler alert, I didn't want him to go that far, but he did. So, uh, yeah, I might have to put up a little disclaimer. <laughs> might want to skip the first part of this NXT part. You, don't want, you got it all out. Joe, Joe, damn, nigga, he shit brain matter on his fucking golf club. Ooh, wee, wee. Yeah, right. nigga, remember the giraffes, nigga? Remember when you came in, in the first game and y'all seen the giraffes together? You ain't gonna have the giraffe memory no more. Ooh, wee. <laughs> Remember when he looked at her in the first game? He's like, I don't want to take that kid all the way there. Fuck this shit. I ain't trying to do this shit. And he did anyway. Wee. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that happened. That happened. And I knew that was going to happen as soon as he gets to that part. I was like, he's just going to randomly call me and get into it. <laughs> I didn't look straight up. I didn't talk to everybody who got his man and played this game. <laughs> I said, this nigga's going to lose his mind when he sees this shit. Oh, man. If you ain't played Last of Us, it's one of the, like, if you're not into games that have great story, great dialogue, then you wouldn't like this game. But, man, action pack. Um, all your decisions make sense. Um, it's just a great fucking game, and, and he, I was not prepared for and it. And he hasn't even gotten to the good part of yeah. it. I mean, That's I remember great. from that first game when you, when the daughter dies in the beginning, you're like, "What, man? I I wasn't ready for that." <laughs> once again, I, I we had already lost Nipsey Hussle the same day, which oh, is so fucked man. up. R.I.P. Nipsey. Wait a minute, this is how the Royal Rumble started with Rusev Day and Finn Balor. Oh my God. Yep, sure did. But um. I decided I wanted to play Last of Us because 420 was the one that got me into it. He said, man, shit, you ain't got, you ain't played Last of Us. I was like, well, shit, PlayStation 4 is still young, man. <laughs> Fuck you doing with your life? I said, all right, I'm downloading shit. This is what he does. He cusses me out if, if, if it's something that I haven't done like he doesn't say like man you should check it out like, man fuck you nigga I don't know what you're doing with your priorities and shit man but you ain't doing shit with yourself if you ain't doing it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your life. <laughs> you ain't play Last of Us. Dude, when, I, when I picked up the game, and I'm like, I look up, this motherfucker's playing motherfucking uh, Scrabble. <laughs> Scrabble? <laughs> yeah. He playing Scrabble for PS4. Like, what are you playing Scrabble for, Ooh, man? That's a lie. He's playing the Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle remake, nigga. I'm like, what are you playing that for, man? You that shit is fun with, with a co op. You was there. This fighting over. I won't oh, be Donatello. Right along with, right along with you, I won't be Donatello. Damn, they need to put. They need to pour that shit out for the fucking switch. Yeah. But um, I digress. Welcome to the go. Brand, not Gold Bird, not Old Bird, but go brand NXT time because. This week we are doing Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Yeah, and unlike Monday Night Trash, like we actually want to talk about NXT. Mm-hmm. All right, in detail, we're going to start off with. Shot- I'm actually going to give reviews. Really? Yeah. All right, we're going to start off with Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae. And Seen it before, but a great match. Yeah, I, well, I thought through. it would be a stipulation, but okay. Fuck your helmet as LeRae tosses that shit off the ring post. So then. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Get out of here. I wonder if they, if they thought about that beforehand. Hell, yo, just great, great attention to detail. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely a battle we've seen before. We know how good they are. The armbar gator roll from Shotzi was innovative man. as fuck, and she shows us she adds something new every time she's in the ring, man. We see something new. Man, Shotzi done gained like about a good five pounds, bro. That month. Eating them starches, a little bit of rice. <laughs> Tea, greens, tomatoes, tomatoes, yams. <laughs> you ain't it! <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. Shotzi's focus was left arm that was injured at War Games during the match of LeRae. And LeRae finally got her off the arm, but Shotzi continues her assault going to the outside. Wait a minute. They're actually continuing fucking storylines? Who would have thunk it? Yeah, that happens at some corners of the WWE. Don't have on Monday Night Trash. But, yeah, uh, she continues the assault, going to the outside, pulling that left arm of LeRae's into the ring post, then hitting a Meteora on the outside. Indy Hartwell, who accompanied LeRae to the ring, finally steps in, allowing LeRae to get back inside. Shotzi goes to enter, but is pulled off the apron. LeRae lands a baseball slide on Shotzi, and then a slingshot uh, crossbody on the outside, and... Back from break. Boo. Shotzi is back on uh, whipping LeRae's ass, and Shotzi goes to her Achilles heel, that ring apron. <laughs> but she hit a DDT, and Seth Rollins and John Moxley can learn a lesson from Shotzi as she wipes out LeRae and Indy with a suicide dive. LeRae once again takes over back on the inside with a drop kick into the turnbuckle, then a super kick for a near fall. Though LeRae was bounced off the ropes, throat first. Show me. She still locks in the Gargano escape. And Shotzi has an answer for everything as she flings LeRae around and drops her on her knee, sending her into the corner. A high knee into a DDT, then Shotzi goes to the top. She's just distracted by Indy on the apron, and this allowed LeRae to go to the top as well to land a dope-ass swinging neck breaker from the top to get the win. Uh, man, three grams of fire. I was mad that it came now. Um, I, w- I wanted to see them have a great... I mean, and I think we can still have it because, um, I mean, Shotzi's got, you know... She can pick up with anybody. I'd love to see her wrestle anybody right now. Um, But uh, it would have been higher if uh, we just didn't already kind of just seen it not too long ago. And I wanted it to be for a title. Um, I think uh, we'll definitely still get a full review when we do have the title match because they'll they'll do more. That fucking, I mean, she's a Gargano. I mean, what more can you say about uh, Candice LeRae, Mm -hmm. Little Pixie? I I fucking love the way. I love everything about the way. I just, I just, only thing that sucks about the way is that Indy Hartwell is not where she needs to be at. No, but you know there is. I mean, there that, is. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think she's being used correctly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my nitpick. Like yeah. she's not. You know, I mean, she's not. She's not there yet. Yeah, that, that's not nothing bad. I mean, you know, people. Yeah, shit. I mean, look how long it took for Roman to get to where Roman is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Look so at, look at that dirty mop. Yeah. See this, <laughs> bro. My motherfucker got a straight up mop. <laughs> God, I'm telling you, man. But Keith Lee can learn from Baron Corbin as Baron Corbin took the step. So. Yeah, you're like, man, let, let that go. shit go. Let it go. Oh, oh, oh. God damn. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, do, 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 do. oh, man, that's a sloppy ass six, uh, motherfucking deep six. Yeah, yeah. But I give this match right here. Let's see, let's see. I'm going to give this something uh, that I had a couple of days ago a bold rock rose. Okay. And it was delicious. Kept me interested. 
while I was drinking the beer, and this match kept me interested as well. Like we've seen these two go at it before, but like 420 said, it's Shotzi and it's Candice Ray. I didn't realize how big Indy Hardwell was. Mm-hmm. Like she was tarrowing over uh over Candice Ray. Almost looked like Omas uh, when it comes to ASAP AJ. You know, I can I get my shit in now. I mean, shit, it's NXT, man. What's going on, AJ? I didn't say anything that was that was that was the rock tour or or had anything to do with uh whatever Jax Rocker was doing and stuff. I just showed up with me and my nigga. Woo! Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. CM Punk, you're a liar. I ain't a racist. Oh, I just drive fast. Well, talk about putting your boot in your mouth right there, man. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. By the way, hey, too sweet. Throwing up there. Hey, Kenny Omega, I love you. What? You. <laughs> Tama Tonga. <laughs> Kenny Omega. <laughs> Damn, Baron Corbin fucking up everybody on his way to the back. Man, bruh. I am becoming a Baron Corbin fan. And we will get to that when we get to that. But I have got to show my love for the goddamn Corbs. The Corbs? The he Corbs. Yeah. Corbs. <laughs> corp, 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 corp. Yeah. Um, corp, 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 corp. <laughs> Is it time for the carburetor? It's time for the carburetor. It's time for the carburetor. It's time for the carburetor. Baron, 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 I digress. Man, he laid niggas out. He was mad about elimination. Fuck you, Finn. Wow. Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. 420's got a motherfucking... Uh, fuck you, Finn. Okay. I'll be liking... Okay, speaking of Finn, the prince, Finn Balor, is in the ring. He says January 13th, 2021, he's still champion. And though he thinks Kyle Riley is great, he's still got that fucking receipt now. Who's next? But here's a reminder: he's the shit, and they don't make him like uh, make them like Bally anymore. Pete Dunn says bullshit because that's what Baller is looking at when it comes to Dunn. Not bullshit, but he's a bull and he's a shit, and it's his turn to shit on Finn Baller and shit. So, uh, yeah, the only reason Baller still has the title is because Dunn hasn't taken that shit. <laughs> Dunn, Birch, and Lorkin jump Balor and shit and well shit. Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, and Roderick Strong even up the odds and shit, helping Balor as the brand play chicken shits going up the ramp. And it seems to be a truce between Balor and O'Reilly for now as Balor knows there is a red target on his back. And shit. With the loss of, uh, it looks like, um, was it not Pat or what, what was the kicker? What was the kicker that was running the brand? Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Uh, Pete Dunne. Uh, Mike Game has stepped the fuck up. Yeah, that was one of the things that they didn't let him show. I guess he yeah. was, you know, had a hang up about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he is definitely my MIP of the week because he stepped his fucking promo game up and I believe everything he say. Yeah, well, I, th- I think you've seen a bit of his charisma when he was a Matt Riddle. 
well, well Matt Riddle, yeah. say, as they was the bros or weights. And, yeah, but his whole heel run, like, he really didn't say shit. Uh, you know, well, the I majority think, of that title reign, he really didn't say I shit. I think during that tenure, he didn't have to. True. You know what I'm he just had it. Look, I'm going to just do my work in the ring. But it's one of those things that you didn't have to fully expose that man. Yeah. So you're getting more layers of him. So I enjoy more. I, I do like this, this Pete Dunn more than I like the old Pete Dunn. And it's nothing, nothing to do with his work. Well, I know Pat uh, McAfee, they said that he's not out of NXT. Now they're just keeping him off television. You know? I don't get it because to me, like. It's taking steam out of this feud. I agree. I agree. Like him not being there is taking steam out this feud. And, it, it, and to me, like it was required. Like it, Pat McAfee is such a great uh, person on the microphone, like a killer promos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I, who knows why they took him off? You know, I guess they think that he's a special attraction and should only be mm-hmm. used at, at certain times. Uh, we're seeing right now Andrade <laughs> when he was in red his, fucking hot. I was this was coming off of uh, Takeover? Yeah, Philadelphia this is when he, when he beat fucking Gargano. Oh my god, what a weekend! Oh, yeah, what a weekend of because Takeover Philadelphia was fucking man. incredible. And then you had a decent run Royal Boom. Rumble as such right here, man. So yeah, this this was fucking great. Um, let's see, uh, Sarah's cousin Mackenzie. Is backstage with Johnny Gargano, and he says that uh, that was beautiful what Candice Ray did to Shotzi and earlier. And not only are they going to win the both of the Dusty Cups, he's going to beat the mute Dexter Loomis tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Theory says he has an envelope, and what's inside? Some of Loomis's latest sketches featuring Johnny Gargano, who disapproves, as well as Austin Theory, who now doesn't like it as well because we see that Loomis actually had a sketch in there as, uh, for him too <laughs> Gargano was like oh yeah he did one of you too <laughs> oh it's such great artwork <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man I missed all of this shit I'm just gonna... don't tell me it's Luke or is it Bray it's fucking Bray. I'm just going to look down, man, because this is a great... Grizzle Young Veterans versus Ever-Rise in round one of the Dusty Classic. We've seen these two teams go at it at least uh, a couple of times, so let's get to the third gear of this one. Ever-Rise was in control in the beginning, and Chase Parker really got under James Drake's skin as Zach Gibson had to get him back into the match. Great double team in doing this one from the Vets. Gibson tagged in and cut off the ring, working on Parker. Gibson landed a European! Straight from London. Yep, to Parker sending him into the corner. Drake gets a tag, but Parker fights off Gibson as well as Drake to go for that hot tag. Drake gives it his all to prevent that shit from happening, but Parker eventually makes it to the corner, and Matt Martell gets a hot tag, and he's fired up, and he had that old-school hot tag fire. <laughs> all right, he, Drake, uh, he lands some right hands to Drake, and Gibson even gets some uh, on the apron. Martell hits belly-to-belly, over-the-head toss on a Drake and drops Gibson with a clothesline on the apron. Parker's tagged back in, and it's a double-team combo into a spear for a near fall. Nice drop, toe hold, and assisted elbow on Gibson from Parker. And uh, Martell back in going for a double-team, but Parker is pulled to the outside and takes a chop smack to the throat. (laughs) (laughs) Straight to the throat, mate. Yep, Martell goes for Gibson on the outside, and he's now in the corner holding on to Martell. Drake, full steam ahead, lands a vicious drop kick in the corner, and Gibson back in, and it's a one-way ticket to mayhem as the grizzled young veterans get the win and advance in the Dusty Classic. 
And if you want to know who's all in the bracket, I posted it on our page on Facebook, and there you can see the 16 teams involved. I'll definitely give this match five grams of fire. I'm giving five grams of that um, that uh, Black Panther OG that I had. Okay. <clears throat> because, man, I, you actually got to see all of what Ever-Rise is dealing with, what they bring it to the table, <laughs> and I was happy to see that. You already know what you were getting out of. Um, yeah. You already know what you're getting out of uh, Grizzly Young Veterans. Great wrestling. That Ticket to Mayhem move is just so dope. Yeah. Um, I am a huge fan of Zach Gibson. Do you take pancakes? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm a huge fan of Zach Gibson. So. Yeah. James Drake, he's just showing me more and more every week. Yeah. Um, uh, I think at this point, only thing James Drake needs to bring is maybe some more um, personality. Other than that, you know, that's it. But does he? If Zach Gibson is going to be the spokesperson for the team, I mean, I mean, still, you know, you never know. You still, you yeah. got to always work on your craft. You know what I'm saying? True, true. Oh, Rama, Rama, Michelob Ultra. Um, they're decent when they're cold. Okay. calories. This match was decent. Uh, <laughs> I Man, I'm about take a, fucked up. I always take a what? There goes confession number one. <laughs> <laughs> I always go back to when... I don't even know what blunt is with blunt no more. I don't know if this is the blunt with the... I think that's the one. Nigga, how did you roll two blunt? Like, what are you... Are you matching with yourself? Yep. <laughs> 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 uh yeah man uh match one I got you <laughs> man why they let go I just love Ty Dillinger Ty Dillinger man I do not give a fuck about him as whoever the fuck he is in AEW Sean Spears I don't care about it. I mean he had that one steel chair shot and that was it it was downhill from there I seen like on the last promo that they were doing some sort of uh they was doing something with Ty Dillinger uh, Sean Spears where he's shedding all that black love shit like that and he was gonna you know just stay behind until something major happens mm. that I think that was pretty much cut short you know considering that John Huber passed away they're still trying to recover from that right mm-hmm. there so we'll see what 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 comes from that but uh uh I remember this guy right here sitting beside me as soon as I said ever rise, nope, 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 boo, nope, I don't want to talk, nope. <laughs> and to see how ever rise has changed his mind over yeah. the last few months, it's 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 incredible. And like, and he's trouble with the NXT system. I always say, man, like NXT, you may not give a fuck about them one day, and then the next day, it's like shit. If they ain't on the car, fuck y'all doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the right team went over, of course. Uh, the oh, Young, yeah. The, you know, they won last year's Dusty Classic, right? Yeah. yeah so, quite naturally, they, they was going to go over. But I'm interested in whatever Rise, you know, has going on as we see them grow. And 420's a fan now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's going in for Eo Shirai. Well, no, 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 no. Last year was Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. I think they were the finalists. Yeah, they, I think yeah, they were the finalists. Yeah. Yes, yes, that, that is correct. Yeah, because <laughs> Riddle and Dunn was carrying a big ass trophy everywhere he went. Yep. Yeah, God. fuck you, COVID man. It was so much dope shit that was gonna happen around it. Man, that's who. Man, that Pete Dunn, Matt Riddle match 
was going to be impeccable. This is when this nigga still had the hope. Yep. <laughs> Why is he walking like that? that? Walk, bro. Seamus is the only one that brought him in and the low down dirty. Oh! Was eliminated. Oh, shit! On his birthday, ain't that a bitch? Why oh, this you, was dope. This was a dope spot. Why did you put this on? And that was a dope spot. Oh, he ate that shit. Yep. And damn, you going right? You going right back to the locker room with him? Oh shit! All right, yeah. Uh, everyone's gunning for Io Shirai, and her next NXT Women's Championship is not as the new bad bitch Raquel Gonzalez, who. Came off a fire ass match. Last woman standing match, that is, defeating Ray Ripley. Ripley gets in line. All right, Sarah's cousin McKenzie is backstage. Shots Blackheart, who isn't happy about that shit early. Earlier losing to Candice LeRae. Shotzi won't whine about it as she's looking forward to the Dusty Rose Women's Tag Team Classic. And she knows LeRae and Indy are in that tournament as well. And she's looking for a ride or die partner. And who better than Ember Moon? who says it's their opportunity to make history becoming the first female team to win the tournament. They will be enforcing Ember's law all in that beach, so get ready. Oh, what better tag team if they weren't going to put Shotzi and Rhea together? Yep. That's a perfect tag team. Agreed. Um, uh, speaking of the Women's <sighs> Dusty Classic, do we have NXT Women's Championship? Tag Team Championship? Or do we have just... Um, maybe that's why we don't see them competing on the main roster. Well, I will say this, uh, NXT sometimes surprised us. We didn't even know we was getting a cruiserweight championship when we had, when they had a cruiserweight classic. So yeah. maybe they're saving it for that. But I always say due to the lack of the women on the women's tag teams on the main roster, that tag team championship should be defended on all three brands. Do you think we're going to get that, though? Uh, I think we're going to get another set of tag team titles. Now, I, you I, say, I, you, now you're saying, like, uh, I just, uh, I just uh, I, I'm on it. I just don't think we need it. Like, they're not, We don't need it. We don't. We have 11 championships, I think. I don't, and that's on the, not, main, not, on the main roster. We're not using the women's tag team championships. Like, it was supposed to be going throughout all three brands. So, this should be the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Pretty much, like... Not only do you win the, the 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 Dusty Cup, you also get a title shot at those women WWE Tag Team Championships. We don't need any more titles right now at the moment. If there's any titles that's needed, like you said, let's get a Women's North American Championship for the female roster because as we can see, that talent pool is is deep. Yeah. It's deep. And also, let's get another title for NXT UK. Yeah. You know, but no, we don't. We don't need another women's tag team championship. They don't want to fucking use the ones they got. I don't know. It's NXT though. Those matches would be fire shit. Of course, we're gonna watch, but I, I just say, I just say, like with what they've done with the women's tag team championships, if they're not gonna do anything with them on the main roster, 
Cinnamon NXT. Yeah, NXT for a while until they build up a team that can finally be credible enough to come down there. And then, and then you then you take. I mean, all you have to do is invest in them. Yeah. Right? They don't all have to go for the main championship, and then they still can go for the main championship. Yeah. Let's just stop breaking up tag teams, man. Like I never understood that concept. That's the dumbest shit that I that, that I've seen Vince McMahon do. Like you have all of these tag team matches, but yet you don't have legit tag teams. Most of your shows consist of tag team matches, though. And you have two tag team championships on two different brands. And also add the women's tag team championships. Mm -hmm. But you're constantly still breaking up tag teams. The most. I mean, at this point, there definitely should only be one men's tag team championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Like, when JD from New York said that shit, I said, fuck yeah, that makes all the fucking sense in the world. Merge those fucking titles. This motherfucker had on the uh <laughs> This motherfucker had on the goddamn uh keeping in the closet. No, that nigga had that uh You are not alone. That's what he had on. That's that nigga had the you are not alone shit, nigga. When he was in the motherfucking empty uh empty uh motherfucking um uh empty hall, that the, the empty music hall, nigga with the piano. You're not at all. You are not alone. You can get Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Straight to the beach. Straight to it. And I will do my dance. I will do my dance. I am Not a shit stain. No more shit stain. Not a shit stain. Coming with Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Cesaro, you better stop her. You better stop her now. Kinshasa. <laughs> Oh man, I'm so glad Shinsuke is back. I can't wait to start talking about SmackDown. Let's yeah. get it over with this fucking go brand. Johnny Gargano versus Dexter Loomis. Funny, 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 dope, dope, dope. Great, great match. Don't think I've seen this one before. Oh uh, yeah, but that's cool. Oh, well, it was like in a triple threat. Yeah, it was triple threat. But, yeah. yeah, ring the bell though, because yeah. Gargano rips the pitcher up in Dexter's face and gets <laughs> uppercut it because of it. Gargano gets in a kick to the midsection of Dexter, but gets dropped into the... Oh, my press. God. Gargano in the corner dodges Loomis. I'm not looking up. As Gargano goes for that rollout kick, but Loomis ducks that and stares a hole through Gargano. He retreats to the outside, and Loomis slides to the outside as well. He dodges the kick, and Loomis kips up. Gargano says, what the fuck, and runs into a back elbow of Loomis. Gargano returns one as well, and now on the apron, lands a kick to Loomis, who uppercuts his ass back inside. Loomis to the top is stopped by Gargano with a couple of shots. Loomis is blocking a superplex on the second rope and lands some headbutts, dropping Gargano to the mat. Loomis measures Gargano and goes for a sit-time bomb and misses his mark, and... Back from break. Rest hole, of course, and Loomis is in one. And Gargano drops an elbow to the back of Loomis going for the ropes and continues to work on the back, bouncing Loomis off the ropes, landing some forearms. Loomis finally gets in the back elbow, then hits a spine buster on Gargano. Big right hands to the face of Gargano into the corner, then a clothesline and a bulldog. Slingshot suplex on Gargano, then a belly-to-back suplex and a kip-up, then a leg drop for a near fall. Loomis goes for the silence, but blocks it. Uh, but Gargano blocks it. And uh, Gargano gets the feet up in the corner and goes for a crossbody, but it's caught. 
Loomis goes for the silence again, but Gargano tries to turn it into a crucifix pin, and Loomis kicks out. Gargano lands a kick to the side of the head and another on Loomis for another near fall. Gargano lands some forearms, but Loomis is sending shit, uh, sending them shits back as they get to their feet. Loomis into the ropes, but his foot is caught by Austin Theory, and that hand gets stomped, and Gargano takes advantage of the distraction with an enziguri. Gargano goes for the one final beat DDT, but gets up, uppercutted out of the sky. Loomis lands another right hand, but gets insecure again, and Gargano tries again for the one final beat DDT, but Loomis is too strong and stops that shit and turns it into the silence. Theory gets on the apron, and Loomis wants to silence his ass for it. Gargano lands the most deadliest. Alright, deadliest. Undefeated. Okay, undefeated. Undisputed. Moving all of WWE history, 420, get out of this Royal Rumble. Oh, undefeated, <laughs> undisputed, moving <laughs> all professional, the surprise, roll up. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. His mouth was open to sit there and watch all of a sudden. I was like, there's no coming back from this. All right, yeah, man, the surprise roll up. Um... Theory is on the outside celebrating, but that doesn't uh, last. With uh, then, plus they don't load it, notice Loomis slithering over to him, and he gets put in the silence. Gargano comes back inside and stomps back on Loomis to break the hole, and they take it to the outside. They double team on Loomis with Gargano grabbing the chair. This brings out Kushida taking it to Gargano and dropping Theory back in the ring. Kushida gets in the hoverboard lock, showing that what may happen if he and Gargano are in a title match for that North American Championship. Gargano is tapping like crazy, and Theory tries to save him, but gets silenced by Loomis on the outside. Kushida sends a warning to Gargano. He's coming for the title, as well as he and Leon Ruff will meet Gargano in Theory next week in round one of the Dusty Classic. Uh, so many things I like in, in, in this match. I'm definitely going to give it a, you know, standard uh, eighth, you know. They, okay. they, they get an eighth yeah. for this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, great storytelling all the yeah. way through the match. Who, what, what's, what's wrong with uh, Loomis? Nothing. What's, you Not know, nothing at all. I, as much as we say, you know, about uh, certain booking things uh, that we hate, I kind of, it's Gargano. It's Dexter Loomis. Yeah. It's Austin Theory. They're yeah. showing great story. Hell, yeah. we can. I, this, out, out of this whole match, I'm either seeing two uh, 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 um, a Kushida mm -hmm. Gargano uh, North American Championship match. I can also see a fucking Dexter Loomis Kushida Gargano uh, triple threat match out of this. We can definitely see. Um, who's going to be the tag team champions out of this? Like, there's so many stories, so many ways you can go branch it out out of this one match, yep. and what what uh what feud you have with the way in uh, Gargano in the North American Championship and the Dusty Rose Classic. Like, it's just they got so many things they can go with Dexter Loomis. You can take him in any direction. Um, I love how even though he lost, he was still protected. So. Good match. I don't fuck around. Star watching. Can't do it. You can't do uh. it. One of those. <laughs> I give. I give this one one of those Paps Blue Ribbons hard coffees that I had, right. man. Like I had one. What was it Friday night? And that shit was delightful. Smashing was delightful. And yeah, but what you he's, were that babysitting that bill? What he said. I was trying to stretch it out. Mm -hmm. 
But what he said, man, about this whole thing, uh, I see, you know, yeah, if you want to stretch the story out to ultimately get to whoever takes on Johnny Gargano, Loomis versus Theory, Loomis versus Kushida, Loomis and Kushida uh, and uh, Gargano in a triple threat. Uh, do I want a one-on-one? Yeah, but do I also want a uh, triple threat match? I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Sky's the limit when it comes to them. Uh, Dexter oh, who's Kyrie's? Yes. I want those. Man, not 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 only is the Royal Rumble <laughs> this is a good Royal Rumble. <laughs> we see the shoes and shit that we Yeah, want. I want those Kyrie's, bro. Yeah, Kofi's just been knocked out of the ring, but of course both feet haven't hit the ground, so this is his yearly Kofi finds a way to get back in the ring. So Oh, this was this was dope as hell. You <laughs> <laughs> Millie Rock. <laughs> yeah. I don't like when other people try it. Yeah. Like when Casey Cottonzaro did it, I was like, yeah, that's not original. Come on, Coach. I mean, I get it that you're doing it for the females, but yeah. still. And then, then we've seen it more. We've seen it a lot of times one year. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Wade Barrett moderates the face-to-face before the fight pit match between Timothy, Tony, Theodore, Thomas, Teddy, uh, Todd, Tyrone, Taiwan. Terry! Get out of the way, Terry! All right, Thatcher and Tommaso <laughs> Ciampa. Thatcher says he's ready to yeah. go. Damn, they fuck him up in WWE. Yeah. God. Ciampa asked what was his injury, and Thatcher... Everybody doing the delete shit. Yeah, Thatcher says nothing regarding the fight pit. And uh, Ciampa is aware how dangerous the fight pit is, and he ain't scared of that shit knowing the rules. Thatcher has no problem with Ciampa, who takes offense to that, and he says he's a shitty coach. Uh, Thatcher says this ain't no fucking takeover and he reigns supreme in the pit. He's looking for someone who wants to know if he still has it. Ciampa says it's on next week. Yeah, I can't wait for that match. Yeah. Um, it didn't need any of this, but I'm glad they gave it to us to put some more light on it because they did get pushed away because whatever injury the, the tank engine got. Yeah. Um, I'm just ready for it. Ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, shit. I smell six-man tag in a few weeks between Undisputed You ain't used to this, boy. You can't be... You gotta be able to... You gotta be able to watch and motherfucking keep it going, buddy. I'm trying, but you get lost. You get lost. Hey, I'm 40 episodes deep, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get lost in it, man. Real yeah. quick. Real quick. I smell six-man tag in a few weeks between Undisputed Era and the brand as they both had words with Sarah's cousin, Kenzie, saying they're both still they both still run the place. The Arab boys get the job done, and that's undisputed. Yeah. Jake Atlas and Isaiah Swerve Scott versus MSK. And now I'm confused about this because ain't Swerve supposed to be a heel? Yup. Okay, Nash Carter and Wes Lee are their new names under the WWE banner, and I'm talking about MSK, formerly known as the Rascals in Impact Wrestling. Uh, you know it's a lot of luchin. Jacina sucks. Jacina sucks. Jacina sucks. Jacina sucks. 
2018 Rumble was lit as fuck. This motherfucker is lit as a bitch. Turn this shit off. No, this- Turn it off. We, we cannot, we're not going to get through NXT if you continue. God, John Cena came in at 20, bro. Like, what the fuck? Look, it was a who's who in this match. It was. It and you was. ain't even got to the main part yet. And usually my question is all the time, why the fuck did you put this on? Knowing! <laughs> knowing! Because it's shit stain Nakamura no, time. No, 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 no. Shinsuke. <laughs> Shinsuke. You, you was about to put the little bit of respect on my name. But respect on my name, Birdman style. <laughs> uh, respect on my name. Are we finished? Are we done? No, not, 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 but not, not the COVID bat, but Birdman style. <laughs> <laughs> okay, NASCAR, Wesley are the new names on the WWE What banner. does MSK mean? Huh? What does MSK mean? Did I don't they, did know. They, did they, I, I, I didn't know they if I just, just missed that or what. I didn't find out what okay. it was at all. It was like, y'all just going to be called MSK. All right, shit, cool. fuck it. Yeah. All right. You know it's a lot of luching in this match, but I think Swerve fucking over Atlas. But the beginning of this one is a lot of feeling out of both teams. Carter with a nice springboard spinning body press on Swerve. Wes Lee tags in, and that's Desmond Xavier, right? I yeah. Okay. Wesley tags in but doesn't get his shit off as Swerve lands in the knee. Atlas takes in and Wes tries to mount a comeback but Swerve pulls him to the outside. Wes lands a shot on a Swerve but takes a suicide dive from Atlas sending him to the announcer's desk. Carter lands on Atlas and sends him into the steel steps. Swerve on apron on the apron lands a kick on the Carter and now they're on the outside and Wesley takes flight over the top rope landing a senton on all outside. Luchin everywhere. Luchin, luchin everywhere. And back from break. Boo. Looks like Carter was going for a triangle choke. Carter ducks a crossbody from Swerve and Lee gets a hot tag. Samo Luchin. Luchin. As this little nigga lands an elbow on Atlas in the corner. The, uh, then an elbow and a chop combo, snapmare, and a stalling dropkick. Carter back in and hits an assisted standing moonsault on Atlas for a cover that's broken up by Swerve. Swerve is sent back to the outside. Lee is back in, but Atlas escapes the double team and tags in Swerve. Nice German suplex from Atlas on Lee. Swerve hits another suplex on Lee. Atlas back in to start a series of shit. Shit. <laughs> Tilt the world onto a knee, then a 450 from Swerve for a near fall. Atlas and Swerve are both on top with Lee, but Carter takes out Atlas to the outside. Swerve is pushed off the top as everyone is slow to their feet. Lee is in the corner. He brings Swerve in and Carter gets a tag. Mo Luchin as uh, Lee sends Swerve into the dragon, uh, into the second turnbuckle, then hits the dragon runner. Carter's finally in and picks up Swerve, holding him, and Lee hits the blockbuster to pick up the win and advance in the Dusty Classic on their debut. Atlas and Swerve argue, but that won't change shit about this one. This match was phenomenal. It was. That fucking backbreaker to that 450 was off the fucking chain. Yes. That, uh, that, uh, that blo- their finisher is cool. I wish they changed their gimmick. Or they don't have to do all that whole hugging bullshit. That's kind of gay. I didn't like that. Uh, yeah. And, and yes, I'm using gay as the fucking uh, way from South Park. <laughs> so it's, it has nothing to do with it's just I don't it didn't make any sense like yeah. you know like we know who you are and that's not that wasn't the dopest part of that gimmick anyway like, right you know they were more so cool yeah I didn't watch a whole lot of Impact but I know they were one of the focal points when it came to that show 
I want to see fucking Jake Atlas and fucking Spur be a tag team. Took the words right out of my mouth. There you go. You know I, what? I mean, here, here, take my notes. I, <laughs> I loved it. Like, I was take like, dude, notes. they look dope together. I, I, Jail I like, very good. And as 420 just took what I was about to say, I said, well. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Who was in a war the night before. So, since that man, Adam Cole... God damn it, we're talking about the Royal Rumble again. Adam Cole comes out after he went to war with Aleister Black the night before, which I thought was the match of the night. Mm-hmm. But then Gargano and Andrade came and stole the show. killed it, man. Yeah. God, what a takeover, man. What a fucking takeover. But as as I was saying, yeah, by the way, this this match right here. Let's give it a, I guess, a Heineken light for the debut. Yeah. I mean, this is not bad, but, you know, if there's regular Heineken, I'll definitely take that one. Uh, I agree with you about how good. Uh, oh, and it was, a, I gave it a eighth okay. of some, uh, uh, some of this purple. I like it. I agree, I agree with how good Atlas and Swerve looked as a tag team. And I was like, well, if you want to uh, clear all the confusion up, just turn Jake Atlas heel. And whatever him and Swerve do from there on out, like, that shit will make sense. Like, they look good together. So, and look, I mean, I'm aesthetically for change him up a little bit, give him a little bit more swag. Yeah, I'm, I'm for And then ride with it. Like, yeah. I'm cool with that. Like, Absolutely. He follows Swerve's lead or whatever he's doing. And it, it could work. And yeah, MSK, yeah, their debut, you know they wasn't losing. We'll see how far they get into this tournament. Uh yeah. not a bad showing at all. Like uh, yeah. they're very young. It's definitely time for them to grow, but shit. Yeah, yeah, let's see where it goes. Alright, uh yeah. The women's Dusty Classic starts next week, and we've got Team Little Bit taking on them New Zealand Yan. Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez, and I'll also have that bracket up next week. As I love and I like that that tag team. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I, it was some of the one of those things I did not know I wanted until I got it. Yeah. When I, you put Tony Storm, Martina, uh, Mercedes Martinez together, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I want that now. I like yams. Any yam overload on that team. Ooh, how many others have them? Goddamn old yams. New yams coming straight from you, man. I think, right. we, I think you know, since it's forty, we're gonna do it for the forty and up club for, for Martin yeah. Mercedes yams. <laughs> How many of us have them yams? They almost independent now. <laughs> How many of us have them yams? <laughs> Coming straight from New Zealand, I love them yams. Pew 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 pew. What's another song by uh, another song by Houdini? Was cool. I, I I used to just bust this shit out. Whatever freaks come out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and the man. freaks do come out at night. Goddamn raw. Freaks come out. Yeah. And also those yams come out as well. The mm-hmm. yams come out at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, rehabilitation works wonders. Is Boa and Miss Spicy the tingle? Tingle, tangle, tingle. Zia Lee are reborn and she's up next. Zia Lee versus who gives a shit? Bang, bang, <laughs> boom. Match over with. Uh, <laughs> t- uh, what is this? Tian, Tian Sha is the name of the trio? I am, man. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, that's a, it said it at the uh, at the bottom of, okay. of, of, of the yeah. Let's say Tian Sha Tian Sha is the name of the trio, and I love everything about this presentation and the great slow build. Miss Spicy is dominant once again, as it doesn't take long to destroy. Uh, what was her name? Who gives a fuck backhand and then a motherfucking <laughs> trouble in paradise yeah, and it's over with. Yeah, a more intense trouble in paradise, or I guess I should call her finisher from Miss Spicy, Big Trouble in Little China. Goddamn right. <laughs> she gets a win on um Does she even have a name? Who, Who the is? fuck cares? Uh five grams of fire. Oh, I'm saying this is Karen Q until I find out anything else, but she gives a signal to continue this whipping, this ass whipping to uh it don't matter. <laughs> She's hung off the rope and Lee lands some fiery shots to the midsection and seals that shit up with a knee. Impressive. Very impressive. I just wish she would have did a, uh, another Trouble in Paradise while she was laid up right there. That would have made more sense. Oh, man. When Miz was the hottest, bro. We had the Mr. Raj with him. That shit was dope. This man can't go through one match without... <laughs> <laughs> Say something about this Royal Rumble. Man, this Royal Rumble was sick. <laughs> it was. Indeed it was. Oh, oh man. That's, that's where the triple threat, I guess, started at right there. He kicked both of the motherfuckers, and there you have it. DDT to Cena. And I, I'm, I'm calling this Royal Rumble. Back to uh, NXT. Uh, yeah, this man said five grams. I give it a Corona extra, man. Yeah. I just, Feed it to me slow. I'll come back every week for it, man. I'm just I ready to it. see what Bo is going to do. I love it. I fucking love it. God, that fucking entrance where you don't see them at first. You just see the ghost like, you mm-hmm. know, your figure in Karen Q, if that's Karen Q. And then when they bring the camera back out, you see both of the motherfuckers, Zylee and, and Boa. Man, I love it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you, that right there, that's, I'm invested. Mm-hmm. I'm invested. Uh, what was that? What was her opponent's name again? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Man, Team Little Bit ain't beating Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. But Casey Kanzaro no. claims they will shock the world as they will be the winners of the Dusty Classic. And well, damn. Guess it will be another match as Atlas and Swerve get into it. But Bronson Reed shut all of that shit down as he says to cool it, Mike. I forgot Steve Carino was even a part of NXT and good for Triple H making the best team of trainers and producers for this show. Like, goddamn. Oh, this is when Rey Mysterio came back. God damn. Oh, man. man God man, damn. Man. Look here, man. Shit. Shit. It was funny when Swerve was back there. You say, after all of that, you're still going to take his side? Yeah. <laughs> Reeves like, calling this shit the fuck down yeah. before I smack yeah. shit out of one of y'all. Hell yeah. You're going to take his side, but he was one. Hey, bro. Homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh my God, Bro? dude! Bro, brother, <laughs> we coming for you, Nick. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! If I can't say it, then then you can't. Wait a minute! I can't say it. All right, put him up. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, Brizongo versus Undisputed. Er, and we've seen these teams go at plenty. And we'll go to third gear of this one. And man, what great chain wrestling from both teams at the beginning of this one. I enjoyed that a lot. Just showing how great all four of those was. We talk about Cole Strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Breeze and uh and Man, what the cup. Uh, holy cup, fucking Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Your whole back is about to go, about to break off, ain't it? Like, that? damn. Yeah, like he's overdoing it when yeah, it comes. Yeah, what is it? Some type of therapy? It's called cupping. I, I want to I say that's what it's called. Yeah. 
So I mean, shit. Yeah, um, Adam Cole has uh, was worked on a bit, uh, uh, but Lance super kicked the Tyler Breeze as he went for a suicide dive to the outside. Both get a tag, but Strong is on fire, hitting backbreaker and forearms from pillar to post. Breeze is even tossed on Fandango and a cover for two. Cole back in, lands a kick to Fandango. And speaking of Roderick Strong, did you know that when Kurt Angle was doing his whole ruthless aggression thing, Roderick Strong was one of his opponents. Oh damn! Did yeah, I? go back, go back and check that shit. I was like, wait a minute, that's Roderick Strong. Mm. Fucking crazy, man. But yeah, 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 yeah. Where was I? Cole misses the last shot and Breeze tags in, but gets a pump kick from Cole. Breeze blocks a super uh, suplex and hits an inverted backstabber for another near fall. Breeze takes out Strong on an apron. Then they hit that forearm into the knees of Breeze. Then the elbow drop from Fandango. Fandango. I know that spot has a name, but with Vic Joseph, you won't hear it. All you hear is, ooh, ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Breeze goes, uh, I mean, I'm sorry about it. Strong comes in to break up the count, but he's sent to the outside. Breeze goes for unprettier on Cole, but Strong is back in. High knee on Strong, but Breeze then gets a super kick from Cole. Uh, Fandango misses coming off the top and gets a pump kick for his troubles. And uh, Fandango... Answers back with a ferocious clothesline. The brand comes out and attacks O'Reilly, who was accompanied by the Arab boys, uh, to, who accompanied the Arab boys to the ring, and they try to break the injured jaw. But Finn returns the favor from earlier, taking it to the brand. But it's strengthened numbers on the outside, and maybe O'Reilly should have stayed backstage. Dunn takes out Baller, then he forearms O'Reilly in the jaw, then knees that motherfucker, bouncing it off the barricade. Adam Cole finally realizes what's going on, but gets supermodel kicked by Breeze. Breezango places Cole on top turnbuckle, but Strong wipes out Breeze and himself. Cole goes for the Panama Sunrise, but that's countered into a back body drop. Fandango goes for the guillotine leg drop, but is super kicked out of the sky. God, what a sell by Fandango. Adam Cole and Roderick Strong advance in the Dusty Classic, but that celebration is short-lived as Cole tends to O'Reilly on the outside. O'Reilly is agonizing in pain like a little kid <laughs> as the brand stands on top of the stage. Bowler's injured arm from last week was also a focal point in this attack, as well as this show comes to a close. Uh, give it two and a half. I didn't like the ending spot because it didn't make any sense. Why would you jump into the fucking super kick when your move is a fucking um, leg drop from the top rope? Uh, Same reason Shelton Benjamin springboard himself off of the rope. Maybe, he he, he does a clothesline off the rope. He does a leg drop to a sitting opponent. So why would you? Well, uh, well Cole was on his back at first. Yeah, he had a lot of time to get up. He had a lot of it was not produced well. That that last spot was not produced well. Um that rain you can see how Reigns has cut a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. The Chief is who we're talking about. Uh but yeah, I I definitely didn't um that that's on the part to irk me. All the business at the end is cool. What are we gonna do with O'Reilly? If we're not giving him the world title, what are we doing with O'Reilly? Just be patient. Be patient. Like they, they said it itself that uh going into the future NXT will focus on uh on Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole being top baby faces, uh, along with Finn Balor, whatever else they have going on. So just just give him some time. We well, got, that's what I'm saying. Where we going with Yeah, we got Karrion Cross, he has to get through his little tired title run or whatnot and take him on to the main roster. Like I just don't see Karrion Cross staying in NXT that long because he like I know he's down there to get a refresher on how WWE runs things, and he's he's good on the main roster. You know what I mean? I mean? I'm, I'm, he doesn't kind of even make any more sense being on NXT anymore. Yeah. I mean, especially when you ran through 
uh, Tommaso Ciampa the way he did. But I think that's what that's what he wants. Like, look, yeah, I, I still want my little title run. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how see how far that goes. Um, yeah, the right team won, of course. You know, and um, there's a whole lot of feuds that's going into like we've seen Finn Balor out there as target on his back and whatnot. And then it's funny because they're focusing on. The injuries that O'Reilly and and, and Baller gave themselves, but Dunn is capitalizing on yeah. that shit. Oh well, you fucked up his arm. I'm gonna fuck that up too. You fucked up his arm. This shit right here did not make any sense. Oh man, you talking about something that pissed you off? That did not make because any if sense he would have won, I mean, this is one of those times where I was like, I want Dolph to win the fucking Royal Rumble. Like that, that would have been like it was like Dolph or, or, or Shinsuke. I was. I would have been cool if Dolph would have won the Royal 2018 Royal Rumble. It would have been everything. Even the fans was like, what the fuck? The fuck? This makes no sense at all. Like, or at least came down to the last guy. Yeah, last this, two. This definitely took away from a little bit from the Rumble. It was still a good Rumble, but that shit, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Ah, that was a horrible super kick. Yeah. He caught that one though. Uh yeah, yeah. Um, let, let me let me give this one. Um, Coors Light, Blue Mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I said what I said about it. Uh, what's your roach clip? Uh, roach clip will definitely have to be. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the MSK. Um. Jake Atlas fucking swerve match. Um, didn't uh, I? Mean, we were on the phone when we was like, "Why are those two together?" And then all of a sudden, that match was coming on. I was like, yeah, "Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Oh 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 shit! Oh oh! I gotta rewatch this match." <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because it's like this motherfucker knows when I'm doing my work, <laughs> trying to watch. He's like, fuck all that, man. I watch wrestling too, man. The next thing I know, he's finished with the whole show. I was like, all right, man, I'll talk to you a little bit. <laughs> and I'm still like on match number two. because I. <laughs> yeah, dog. That's how it be sometimes. Man, my last shot. I have to give it to uh, Shotzi Blackheart, even though she lost that match, man. That just that, that that gator roll and what I seen from her in this match, man. I love Shotzi, man. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 she's, she's incredible. Great, uh... But your uh, so that's okay. Yeah, that was my last shot. That's your last shot. Yeah. Well, we'll be right back with Smackdown. Watching this rumble after <laughs> this uh, commercial break. You under dig? Yeah. And we back in this motherfucking little bitch ass bitch ass nigga ass nigga ass trick ass trick ass bitch ass Marcus Marcus Bully Ray motherfucking what's up ass nigga well I was gonna give you guys a follow but after I gotta be all of that and I'm gonna take that back not only that I'm gonna hit you with a dislike Guess what, Kevin? You can still suck these nuts. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, you know you got Karen's? That's a Kevin. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, of course we did Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And what?
What a wonderful way to segue into this part of uh, the show. Because it's Friday night and you know what that means. Yeah, 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 yeah. R.I.P. John Huber. Are you ready for a better show? That's why I motherfucker watching SmackDown, right? I can't believe I actually was able to do that. Like, you've been stealing my shit every week. I mean, you know, I figured I waited until Shinsuke won the Royal Rumble to cut it off. <laughs> you know, I figured, you know. I, I, That's great take. You get the boy good. Yeah, you boy good. Yeah, boy good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. What a SmackDown, man. Like, for two consecutive weeks in a row, man, it's been the better show out of all three. In my, in my it is not yeah. even. It is not even. It's by far. Like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The the Dusty Club shit, uh, cup yeah. shit is dope, and I'm all about the tournament. But man, you, I'm invested in everything but a fucking uh, obstacle course. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a few. This show kicks off well in the dressing room of the head of the table, the tribal chief. Roman Reigns looking over the Royal Rumble contract that was delivered two minutes before the show starts. It's the same contract every pay-per-view, and they change a few words around basically WWE bullshit, according to Paul Heyman. The Chief closes the folder, and as Paul agrees, he hates it too, but this match needs a stipulation against Adam Pearce, and he needs to be taught a lesson in respect. He takes that contract from Chief and says, consider this handle, and man... Talk about kicking off the show. Jay Uso versus Shinsuke Nakamura. It's Return of the King to Strong Style, and I don't know who got in Vince's ear, but hey, he was kind of a big deal when he first came to the WWE in NXT, becoming a champ, also a Royal Rumble winner. Uh, when on the main roster, just saying, just saying, somebody was like, hey, Vince, put on that Royal Rumble. You remember this guy? You said Royal, You said Roman needed like, more opponents. Only thing that sucks about this Royal Rumble is how bad that match was. The the wow. the AJ Styles. Oh yeah, it's just game Nakamura match. Like, and we know that that match was definitely handcuffed because they didn't want anything to be better than Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. But, but fuck that. But shit. it was two Why different not? matches. Yeah, two different type of matches. Yeah, well, and and if you know what, if, if you know anything about you know. Out of things outside of WWE, we see how great uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles was at Wrestle Kingdom 11. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, I'm so glad this music. Yeah, uh, so Shinsuke comes back with his original music. Yeah, That's the whole reason why I put this 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 rumble on. Yeah, thank you. Don't jump ahead of me. Oos welcomes us, not to smack it down, but the Bloodline show. Because Oos and his cuz, the Chief, run the show. Not Adam Pearce, not Kevin Owens, not nobody in the WWE universe. And they run the fucking show. And Adam Pearce is going to find out the hard way at the Rumble. And he wish he could put back on his suit. They ain't satisfied with smack it down. The fact they got fresh towels in the locker room, they should be thanking the Chief. Food and catering. Thank you, Chief. The millions of fans watching at home make appears relevant for the very first time ever. Thank you, Chief. As far as the right-hand man to the Chief, he wants his. Step one, he's going to enter the Royal Rumble match. Step two, he's winning the Royal Rumble match. Step three, he's going to Monday Night Trash and he's going to whip Drew McIntyre, whip Goldberg, or any nigga that may be, that may be champ come WrestleMania. No, no, no. Whip Oldberg. Sorry. Drop the G. 
<laughs> he will for now be known as Oldberg. Or any nigga that may be champ come WrestleMania because it's his family bloodline and they are the whole WWE. Before the Rumble, he got beef with Shinsuke Nakamura and he got a good showing at the gauntlet. Nakamura took them all down and as soon as they said, nope, not tonight, Oose and, the, uh, and, and them shut that shit down. Okay, He uh, should be thinking Oose and the Chief, but instead he wants to fight. He's a King Strong style, so let's see how strong it is because when you cross the bloodline, you may end up on stretching. And like 420 said, they gave him this old music back. Shinsuke no longer is shit stained. For now. For now. For now. Nakamura says if you, Cousin Chief, is the big dog, that makes Oose his puppy. And he lands a kick to little Oose the pup to kick off the show. But yeah, man. Um, the only thing I can say about the uh, the whole uh, Shinsuke thing, it sucks because there there's no crowd to really enjoy. That you thing. seen the fucking virtual fans? They were losing their fucking shit. Yeah, if you can see, it, like yeah. they were like, I paid attention to that. Like looking at them, like they were losing their shit. That he came back with that shit. So, but, but the piped in the piped in crowd noise is yeah, man, it just sounds so. Uh, Shinsuke getting his old music back. <laughs> I mean, that means a lot. That means a lot because that shit that he had was it? That the whole heel turn sucked. As a matter of fact, Shinsuke is super relevant again. Shinsuke is without even really even getting to. I don't even give a fuck. I just want to see it. I just want to see Shinsuke and Roman go at it. I want to see Shinsuke get pushed. I want to see him get some really, really good offense. I want to see the finisher of the Chief going for that spear and, and get, getting Kinshasa. Yeah, that's all I want to see. And then in reverse, I want to see that spear while he going for that Kinshasa. Yeah. Either way, we want to see it. Yeah. We want to see it. All right, man. Ring the bell. It's back and forth. It's Nakamura drops Oos coming off the ropes. He drops a knee and gets a cover for two. Headlock on Oos, who sends Nakamura into the ropes. And Oos lands a back elbow, dropping Nakamura, followed by a drop kick to the head. Scoop slam from Oos, then another cover and a kick out. Right hand from Oos, but Nakamura strikes back, but is sent hard into the turnbuckle. Oos gets it, gets, uh, goes for it again, but it's counted. Nakamura. Misses uh, the first kick, but lands the second one, and is now driving him knees into the midsection of Oos. Oos into the turnbuckle, then he's dropped to the mat first, face first, followed by more knees into the midsection. Now in the corner, Nakamura stomps on Oos and now applies a chin lock. Oos back up is in the corner, and it's good vibrations from the King of Strong Style, and I can't remember the last time I seen that. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Cesaro's music hits and he's on his way to ringside. Oos on the outside is baseball slid into the announcer's desk and sent into the ring post and back and break. That's what we continues on Oos now sent into the corner. Nakamura is sent to the apron after the counter and is insecure to the mat. Michael Cole stirs the pot since Cesaro left Nakamura high and dry last week when Nakamura got jumped. Whatever this is, like I said, I hope they're booked. More seriously, as single competitors, even though it's another tag team that looks like it's about to disband, it's Nakamura and fucking Cesaro. I, yeah, I don't give a fuck about none of that right. tag team shit. Right. Oos is that it was makeshift tag team anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, they got the title, but uh, yeah, we, we see their value as single competitors. Um... 
Yeah. Uso's now in control of the match. Right hand to Nakamura. And now some shots. Cesaro has an announcement as he's also entering this year's Royal Rumble as well. Uso stomps on Nakamura in the corner and lands a stiff forearm. Hip attack. Then more stomps on Nakamura. Uso charges out of the corner and gets his fucking head kicked off. Uh, Nakamura lands another kick, then is sent into the rope's knee, into the midsection of Oos, and a sliding knee as well. Oos gets up the boot while Nakamura charges into the corner. Oos gets up the boots again, but is spun around, and Nakamura lands that slide and snap German suplex going to the outside, and it's cover for a near fall. Nakamura goes for the inverted exploder suplex, but it's countered into a Samoa drop from Oos, who covers Nakamura for a two. Oos back on Nakamura, but he gets a flurry of shots, but lands some on Nakamura as well. Nice neck breaker for another near fall from Oos. I think it was like a belly to back neck breaker. Okay. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) I think this is the first pay-per-view where 420 has been taken out of Hayes Hop's for for a few minutes. Um what happened? I said that was a nice belly to belly to back neck breaker uh from Oos. Like it looked like it was gonna be a belly to back suplex, but also I thought that was supposed to be his finisher. Really? Man, when well, he first when he first yeah, when he first turned in I thought it was supposed to be like his little finisher. I thought the Samoan Splash was his finisher. You know, what I you know, besides the fucking top rope splash. Okay. Alright. But yeah, um, Oos thought about going to the top, but Nakamura rolled out of the way. Oos misses a splash in the corner, and Nakamura lands more kicks. Then a flying knee from the top. Nakamura looking for the Kinshasa, but gets super kicked, and Oos goes for the Samoan splash, but splashes into the knees of Nakamura, who then misses Oos going into the corner shoulder first. Oos rolls up Nakamura for a three but that's called off because Oos's feet were on the ropes. Oos argues with the ref, and Nakamura lands the most deadliest. Deadliest. Undefeated. 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 Undisputed. Undisputed. Moving on. <laughs> the WWE, the surprise roll-up. Surprise, surprise roll-up. Surprise roll-up. Surprise roll-up. But it's only to hit the Kinshasa. To pick up the win, Cesaro joins Nakamura as they celebrate this win, but we've got to see Nakamura on the main event card going forward. Yo, I give that match four grams of this motherfucking perp that I'm smoking right now. Yo, that roll up into the fucking Kinshasa, I hope that is a way he does his fucking Kinshasa now, because that is so dope. um, Jey Uso is great. Yep. Zara's great. Yep. Mora's great. Yep. Your review. Uh, Corona. Let's go Corona Light, man. Corona. His mute Corona Light. His music, man. Music, theme music is everything, man. And we we uh, we often conversate about, man, I fucking hate this damn. And then it was only because Vince didn't want anybody singing. Or chanting the Nakamura original theme song because they wanted to be a heel so bad. And like, I wasn't even happy with the heel turn. I'm like, why the fuck is this happening? Yeah. Why are we doing any of this? Hey, like, anything you could, you should have made AJ heel, uh-huh. but you didn't even have to do none of that. This is a la Booker, not a la, not a Booker T, but a la Batista versus Undertaker. They had a three month feud over that world title uh-huh. after WrestleMania. 
and neither one of them were a heel. They were both faces. They just had beef with each other, and that was cool. Right. I mean, why we couldn't? Why we can't get that? Like you say, you want shades of gray, but you don't because you always try to have these impactful fucking heel and face turns. You you just you keep searching for them instead of having these shades of gray, which make a lot of fucking. I mean, sometimes that shit doesn't work. Sometimes you do need to have a defined role. But the people who don't have a defined role, who don't have their niche, who ain't figured out their lane yet, sometimes you don't need that. But, alas, make Shinsuke world champion now. If I, I like One, I was one of those things I didn't know that I want. I knew that I wanted it. I didn't know how much I wanted it until I got it. Yeah, and until, it started last week uh, in a gauntlet match. I was like, wait a minute. Shinsuke was the shit. It's the exactly star, what it is. The star is reborn. And we will see that tonight in the fucking, my fucking roach clip of the fucking week. It's Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. I know we ain't got to it. I know we're going to get to it. But that is my, that is the fucking shit. That match was phenomenal. We'll get to it. But yeah, that's my roach clip already. What he said. That shit is phenomenal, dude. Like, of the week. Not not, not, not of the show. Of the fucking week. There was no match better than that. Absolutely. I I I agree. Talking about two stars reborn. Like, y'all, now we got Kevin Owens. We got fucking Cesaro. We got fucking Shinsuke Nakamura of certified. Like, these are. What have we always talked about? They need, like, that top five instead of just that top one. So if that top one goes, goes down, you have a top four you can choose from. If you need to make adjustments and the show will go on without it souring anything. And what I think is going to happen, we're going to get a program between these two. Because mm-hmm. if you notice, Shinsuke, I mean, cause we, I mean, that's not giving away anything to, you know, main event. But Shinsuke seems more of a face right now. Oh, and Cesaro still has he, Cesaro has heel tendencies. Yep. So I can see a program between them two. I want that. Sign me up. Sign I up. want that. Well, sign me up. You know those matches are going to be incredible. Fucking phenomenal. <sighs> and I just I just don't feel... I just feel like if they do it right, you can have a great performer and all his matches will be <sighs> impeccable. Like, with either one of them is intercontinental world. I want to see strong title. Even if they don't give them the world strap. They're intercontinental. I want strong performances God, out of them. The intercontinental championship scene. Just like seemed I like said, it just opened up. It's a it's a it's a mid card on SmackDown. I know they don't dabble into it as much as I want them to, but it exists. Uh in comparison to the US championship that's on Monday Night Trash. But I don't even want to bring Monday Night Trash no. up. We're talking about SmackDown. We ain't sully don't, Smackdown. Su- they don't sully the good name of SmackDown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sonya Deville assists Adam Pearce as she looked at his past matches. She feels he has a good chance in the Rumble against Chief. Paul Heyman interrupts and hands Pearce an agreement from the Tribal Chief and in Pearce's hands is an opportunity of a lifetime. Not only does he get to main event the Royal Rumble, it's an opportunity against the champ. The stipulation is all in favor for Scrap Daddy. No disqualification. Paul Heyman compliments the perfume of Daddy DeVille, but you know what she likes. Yeah, he said it was effective. I was like, huh? huh? I said, you do know I'm, Daddy DeVille is, uh, um, uh, we're playing for the same team. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Paul Heyman, uh, actually, Pierce agrees to signing the fucking contract, but he knows that stipulation will only see Pierce injured. All right. Oos is still arguing with the uh, arguing his point to Charles Robinson as he says, do a better job as a ref as he's about to get the fuck fired. <laughs> <laughs> See, your daughter just had a wedding, right? <laughs> I was like, God damn. Don't fuck around with the bloodline, man. <laughs> Look, how you if you notice, they made perfect, they made sure to keep having Jay not get lost because he's not in the main event scene as yeah. far as for going for the title. But he is uh he is a intricate a mainstay. Yeah, I, I can't smack it down television. Like when Jimmy comes back, I I can't see that yeah. not you you can't fade to the black dog like Right. Like, not not as much as you've been putting in since nah. since you came back. Look, you was doing karaoke. You was smacking down karaoke back in the summer. One of the worst smackdowns in the history of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And look at you now. Yeah. Look at you now. My last shot of Eden, Kayla Braxton. Who was also my last shot for Monday Night Trash, along with 420's Roach Clip, mm-hmm. brings in the Street Profits for 312 historic days. They've carried the titles, and why would they put? Why not? Why would they not put those titles on the line against Root and Dolph? They're going to run it back, and it's going to be different because they are up and they want to smoke. I'm not mentioning who said what because Tez and Dawkins switch up so much, and I'm fucking lazy today. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. All Bam, right. bruh, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me five on black hand side. <laughs> we coming for you, nigga. <laughs> oh shit, I'm fucking up. Fuck Fishball. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Noise. For sensational sherry when I need it. Oh. <laughs> All right, man. The chief is dropping some jewels in the dressing room, <laughs> saying he has to believe it, and if he. As in Apollo, um, took a five-hour energy drink, boss. Yeah, if, if, if Apollo doesn't do it, who will? Apollo goes exit as Paul Heyman hands back over the contract, signed and sealed. And but, you know what he said? No. Yeah, but the chief asked Apollo to stay because he can learn something from this. <laughs> chief says he ain't signing that shit. He didn't want no DQ. He never said he wanted a DQ. Chief wants a last man standing match, and Paul says Pierce will never go for that. Chief says, oh, that nigga will, because Paul is going to make him. When Paul sees that nigga, tell him he's going to sign a contract in the ring tonight, or he'll consider it, and he'll consider it handled. Now back to dropping these jewels on Apollo. Yeah, uh... Did I did I call it? Yeah, you did. You did. You was like, well, what if Apollo was gonna be a part of the? I, you know, initially I said you have to have that NY blood, but like you said, I didn't know I wanted it until I seen it, and that also <sighs> brings me to another. Like, they, there's a rumor that uh, that uh, Damian Priest is coming in for uh, to to help KO. No, bring Priest in and put him in the bloodline as well. He cool. fits. He's yeah. a muscle. Yeah. Build that Roman Reigns army, including Usos and all of that. Man, I I'm just in for all of it. And I did not, man, I gave so many fucks about Apollo went from God why is he on my screen? Yeah. To immediately me giving a fuck about him. Right. SmackDown is the show that knows how to work the talent that they got. It was never that they didn't have enough talent. It was never. Oh, man. They take anybody and make them relevant. Well, I mean, 
anybody. This they, is the best pool of talent on the WD, WE roster in history because, of course, they cleared the indie scene and all mm-hmm. that. So it, it 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 fucks with me on a constant. How is it that y'all on certain programs have the worst TV ever when you have the best talent that wrestling pro wrestling has to offer? How? Because to me, I feel like real talk, like Sheamus and Cesaro... I mean, Sheamus and Keith Lee should be on SmackDown. That's just me being honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. that that would completely fill out the main event scene. Sheamus and Keith Lee. they Because they have so many motherfucking main event motherfuckers on Raw already. Yeah. Like, there's a, a lot of people in the main event scene you can put on Raw. Anybody. So, that would completely fill out the main event scene. You had Keith Lee and fucking Sheamus. Hell, you can just take one of them. And put him on a Keith Lee, I guess, because since he ain't never been on that, that would just improve. Keith oh, Lee versus Keith Lee versus Roman Reigns is already a built-in rivalry because of the Survivor Series match, right? Sheamus, Sheamus versus this Sheamus, this Sheamus versus fucking Roman Reigns should have never been t- taken off SmackDown. No, I don't know no why? No. Uh, th- th- this draft was. I say this was the most and, fucked up and, draft. And put, fuck, I mean, real talk. And the Miz and I would have put the motherfucking Mister Raj back together. Yeah, this. Well, you can't do that because uh, Curtis Axel. Is That's what I'm saying. Player. I mean, you, I would never. Where the fuck is uh, uh, Bo Rotunda? Where is he? No. Where is he? We have not. We know he's still employed in the WWE. Maybe why have y'all not put him in part of the fucking Wyatt family? Maybe. He's, and if you're not, why you ain't making him back to being the old Bo Dallas? Or maybe he's hanging out with Aleister Black in the closet. Damn. And then that's Aleister Black. That's a fucking fuck being top mid card. That motherfucker's top fucking card. Like he. But yeah, you motherfuckers and your egos and upper management do the dumbest shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire Thea Trinidad. Yeah, you may have your reasons, but y'all do the fuck shit and continuously take shit out on somebody else. Alistair Black, who was a great talent, a great talent, and you're just not doing nothing with him. They said that his name doesn't even come up in conversation when it comes to creative. That's some bullshit. Some bullshit, you fat fuck Bruce. I'm a fluffer. I, I, I fondle the testicles of Vince McMahon as he walks around yeah. and whatever you say Vince goes. Because no. I ain't gonna combat anything. I want my job and I like to dress up as Brother Love still. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's he do? He makes him dress up like Brother Love with just his shirt and then tells him to tuck, tuck himself and go over old motherfucking... <laughs> <laughs> get out! And get on your knees and do the brother love shit. Do it, do it. Sure thing, sure thing, boss. Do, guess what? Guess what? I want you to put the mask of Bane on. <laughs> I want you to put put the mask of Bane on. Tuck yourself, brother. Tuck yourself, brother. Kevin. I let him do it all by himself this time. He took Vince, took the whole Vince, Vince bit. Oh. Thieving. <laughs> Thieving, feller, I tell you. Kevin. Cat bang. All right, man. Um, Natalia versus Liv Morgan. Looks like Billy Kay is a part of the squad, but who gives a fuck? 
WWE uh, still ain't got a LaQuandra or Kiki that can do a better job on them awful looking tracks. Uh, especially ones Liv Morgan was sporting tonight. She was mm. hanging upside. I was like, is that all this? Wow. Mm. You got to go for that sew-in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tamina makes her way to the ring. And if you care, Billy Kay is all over the place and distracts Liv coming into the ring. And guess what? Natalia wins with the most deadliest. Deadliest. Undefeated. Undefeated. Undisputed. On the spirit. Move in all the WWE history. Moving all WWE history. It's a surprise roll up. But surprise. It's a surprise roll up. Surprise. Yeah, I got my surprise. And it was a roll up. It was a fruit roll up. Nah, roll up. Was a hot pocket? No, roll up. It's a surprise roll up. Roll up. Do the book. <laughs> I don't know what song that was, but yeah, whatever. I think that was a song by Wham. Wham! <laughs> they had a Jitterbug phone, too. Depending on people. You got a Jitterbug. 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 Uh, yeah, who gives a fuck? I don't even care what. Natalia reached another milestone. This was her. 100th or 1,000th victory or something like that since she's been on the roster. But who cares? Y'all don't do anything. But I like her new uh, ring ring gear. And I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah, and I'm cool with her. Yeah, and I'm cool with her and Tamina and the old winches being together. Ah, I don't yeah, give a fuck yeah. about none of it. You know that I'm a thigh. Ah. You know that I'm a thigh. You know that I'm a thigh. I be cougaring round the block. Cougar. Thoughtfoundation. <laughs> what? Cougar, the Cougar Foundation. No, it's supposed to be Cougar Foundation, but I still want to say Thought Foundation. So hold up. You knew that I'm a thought. You knew that I'm a thought. You knew that I'm a thought. I be cougaring round the block. Cougar Foundation. Yeah, we back for the millionth time. She don't want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look, look, look here, Mac Beard. I must set up for this one. Yes, I will. Wow, Mac Beard. I am on Face Space, Face Space, Insta Tweet, Insta Tweet, Tic Tac, Tic Tac, and uh, snap your fingers. You can do it all by yourself. I, do, I, like a to whole do, lot, I do a whole lot of videos. Yes, I do. But uh, in this one particular one, uh, I do not like when cougars step into my boutique because we don't have clothes for cougars. We have clothes for tots. Wow. Uh, as well as the Chuck and Duck Hotel. Uh, I'm thinking about bringing the Duck Man 211 back as I see that he's having a little bit of notoriety, just a little bit, and I know it would look better for my business. So I extend this olive brunch. He got the V. He got the who? He got the V. Video? He got the V. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I remember I love Tots, but I don't know. I, I, I don't understand this whole cougar thing. You're going to have to. You, you're going to have to. That t- tell me more about this as time goes along. See, he started, he started with uh, Vicky Guerrero, man. See, she came through there and she said, she said, put it in my kidney. What is this? <laughs> Eduardo? <laughs> Eduardo here, man. I'm telling you, Holmes, put it in her kidneys. She loves it in her kidneys. Okay, yes, 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 yes. I holler at you. You got some wraps, man. I need some like cocaine. No, 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 no. Because I have, I have strawberry beaties. 
You got the beads? No, I have beadies. You have beads? No, I have beadies. You get your mask? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? That that that, that I, I I have the cold I that, that I have I have the virus? What? Is that what you're trying to you're say? You're saying you got pliers? You need pliers? You're making fun <laughs> Wait wait a minute. You 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 now you're making fun of my accent? <laughs> I don't you, like your accent. Are you <laughs> Are you making fun of my accent? I, I, I don't like your accent. I don't like your towel on your head. <laughs> Great Khali was one of the best wrestlers that ever come from my country. Ray Mysterio is a god. <laughs> Jinder Mahal was a champion. <laughs> Ray Mysterio is a god. <laughs> Well, let me get the fuck out of here before I catch a case. <laughs> you look like Ultimo Dragon's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, mother bitch. <laughs> you are Mexico. I got, I got players and, and, and I got a zero turn. <laughs> I'll fix your car and fucking into your hedges. Fuck you, but do you, but do you have a slurry machine? Guess what? You can't put it in your kidneys anyway, Holmes. <laughs> you can't put it in your kidneys. <laughs> Eduardo is going to be a problem, people. Eduardo is definitely going to oh, be shit. a problem. All right, man. Oh, fuck. Who knows? Did you keep up where your spot was at? No. <laughs> Actually, I died. So I don't know what happened to be honest with you. Man, he started with Eduardo. He showed up and shit, and yeah, he started up with nothing. He did. I don't know who you talking about, man. We have guests that come in and come out when they want to come in and come out. Okay, so it's Rey Mysterio versus King Corbin, and I have no idea what Moifi is and where are the Knights of the Lone Wolf. And did they scrap the whole Aaliyah storyline along with Moifi and the Knights? No explanation, and we're just supposed to forget as long as they're off television. If that's the case, we don't we don't know. We don't. Know. I don't even think they really brought it up. No, is it, it, they just looks like it might have been scrapped. We don't know. But uh, as Corbin whips up on Mysterio on the outside, he shoves Dominic, <laughs> yo, who was in, <laughs> yo, he shoved the shit out of. Him. He said, "What you gonna do? Nothing, <laughs> yo, bro." I immediately became a Baron Corbin fan when I see. I was like, "Man, Baron Corbin needs to do." More of this shit right here. And like Dominic will sit there. Yeah, my dad said that I should probably <laughs> sit down and stay out of it. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to respect whatever he says because that's that's my dad. That's my dad and that's my family. <laughs> I love my dad. <laughs> I'm not as good as my dad, but maybe one day. Yeah, one, one day. One day it will I happen. I ain't David Flair. It will happen. Ain't not my, David Flair. My jacket is Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, y'all know I got motherfucking drip. I drip, man. I drip. Man. Them motherfuckers do. Like, I have they not drip. seen... Look, I've seen drip. Louis Versace. <laughs> drip. Uh, motherfucking Gucci. Nigga. Like, what? Balenciaga. Nigga. Don't know. Everybody's flex on a million, nigga. Everybody. Everybody. Step your game up. You know, I mean, goddamn. He probably got a man. Ray Mysterio probably got dope coming over through here and everything, bro. He probably down with motherfucking motherfucking uh. Still Santos and them nigga. How come he just couldn't do about that incredible merch? I, I mean, can you? All right, come on now. You seen South Park? They putting dope in the motherfucking figurines, nigga. This man he said got, Ray Mysterio is a dope boy. My goodness. 
That nigga drip don't make no sense, bro. But you know he been getting paid top dollar. I'm going to tell you right now, 420. <laughs> Some things just need to be left off of television and shows. <laughs> First time in all history on Hayes House and Turnbuckles, we have an actual pro wrestler on this pitch besides AJ Styles. Because you know he got love for your nick. Motherfucker, fuck you, yeah, CM Punk. Yeah, four twenty. I'm I am not a racist. I'm telling you, four twenty right now. <laughs> I am just. I have. We have Rey Mysterio. I have merchandise that flies off the shelves. The kids love the man. I am a Mexican. Yeah, I know, man. The kids on that candy, that nose candy. Stop lying to these people out here. Maybe on Hayes Hops and Turnbuckle. We're man. gonna have a conversation after this show is over. Yeah. Okay, man. Who that jumping out the sky? Somebody high on Rey Mysterio's DZO. Do you like GMC Denali's? <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do. No, wait a minute. It has nothing to Please do don't with. Put, with I don't want to get put no, in the back. Not one. Like no, not <laughs> oh, It has God. nothing to do with oh, that. God. But I'm oh, just God. asking you. Oh, I God. think it is a wonderful vehicle. This is 420. Say, 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 this is 420. You know the safe word. <laughs> spaghetti yo. <laughs> spaghetti yo. Spaghetti yo. Oh my Grab god. Grab the foe Spaghetti yo. Send the box in the room. Spaghetti yo. Is he <laughs> Spaghetti, <laughs> I ain't ate this no more. I'm about to pray like a motherfucker. Man. I thought we was got ready. They were fantastic, man. I knew y'all niggas was related. Connected. Nobody said anything about in relation. I have a Denali myself. I like to drive it when it's inclement weather. Hey, man, I hope you get the title this year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> This is a pro, Dominic. This is a pro. Four twenty is with full feel. Please don't hurt me, Ray. I will work in your. I will work in your grow factory. I will do whatever you gotta do, bro. Just, just let me be able to do. It's it's just good if you just stick to the show. It's just good. Just this conversation never happened. Okay, look, I'm leaving out. Hey, 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 this is Styles. Hey, 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 Ray Mysterio. Hey, 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 do you know my wife? Hey, her name is Wendy, man, and she likes to drop it low sometimes. I don't really... Hey, she been cleaning the house really well. <laughs> it's been spick and span every time I come there. But she's been making she's been making things with this little no. this bread that don't have no edges on it. And, and it's flat. I think they make quesadillas. <laughs> quesadillas. I think that you're referring to quesadilla and it's Qua- called a toy, to- tortilla. Okay, how you know about them? Huh? Huh? Well, it just what hey, happens. Hey, off the air. Hop there. I'm gonna kill you. Throw it up there. All right. Whatever that means. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to the best show on on, on, on all under on this all mask. Television. I am of Mexican descent. <laughs> <laughs> back to the best 
to his show. Back to yeah, the show. Man. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know where the fuck we're going. Okay, yeah. We was talking about shoving Dominic, uh, <laughs> who was doing color commentary, and Dominic yeah, wants to respect his bitch. pops' beef, not getting involved. But oh, oh, this when he beats the fuck out of. Yep. Dropkick win because that dropkick did not connect on the knee of uh, Corbin, but that senton from the top did. Mysterio goes for a crossbody, but he's caught. Mysterio fights his way out of the grasp of Corbin, as well as he's here. He can run into the ropes. Mysterio goes for the 619, but gets the deep six instead for a near fall. Mysterio back in the corner is up, and Corbin goes for the outside inside clothesline, but gets kicked instead. Mysterio misses the baseball slide to the outside and catches a break, uh, a back elbow from Corbin. Dominic's up, and he's just hanging. He's had just about enough of Corbin shit. Dominic gets snuffed, but Mysterio lands a 619 on the outside. Corbin back inside. Dominic tries to enter the ring, but Mysterio stops him. But Corbin knocks Mysterio into Dominic in the days on Mysterio, and Corbin gets the win. Yo, I like the match a lot. Um, I'm Like I said, in the middle of it, I'm a fucking fan of Baron Corbin's work right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess when he's not shoved down your throat, you can enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it, a lot of wins earlier in his career did not make any sense. The booking did not make any sense. So, you know, of course, you hate it. Um, this would have been Constable Corbin. <sighs> yeah. yeah. He was just involved in too many fucking feuds that you just hate it. And then, of course, the whole Kurt Angle debacle. Um, but I definitely give this... Uh, Two and a half grams. They made uh, they made me they made me watch this shit. Like the shoves to fucking Dominic was funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like the way he just bitched him out and all that shit. Um, yeah. What you got? Um, I still have. Uh, give us a chorus light as well. My my same question is: Where's Aaliyah? Where's Moifey? Mm-hmm. Where are the Knights of the Lone Wolf? Mm-hmm. You, I don't get where they're going with that whole aspect of it. But it was a decent match, as you said. Like I liked, I liked it. And I got that. It's crazy that I say that because I, I wasn't that big of a Corbin fan or whatever he was doing. I thought the whole King Corbin thing was stupid until you brought the Knights of the Lone Wolf in, I, and that made all the sense. So why? Ever was, since then, I mean, man, you never, never know. You never know about quarantine. But I can't say it's even quarantine anymore. We're going on a whole fucking month now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where are they? Like, you just can't keep. T- Wrestling fans aren't as dumb as you think they mm-hmm. are, and, and we like that. Pre- I-, I was enjoying that presentation. I always are. thought that he should have had some underlings that <laughs> made sense. And like, though there are a lot of dumb fucking wrestling fans, mm-hmm. we're not. You know, and I know several people that aren't. But yeah, like as long as you keep them all television and scrap or try to scrap it, that if if that's what you're doing, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, there, there was that receipt for that mm-hmm. for that knee. Yeah, but uh, yeah, as I, as I was saying, like we 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 have to uh, we have to find a way to make all this make sense. But not a bad match. Nope, not at all. All right. Uh, Adam Pierce runs into Paul Heyman backstage, and it's a little bit of a wrinkle. Chief didn't sign the contract, and he agrees about the injury part, and he. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic is backstage with Ray, and Dominic wonders if his pappy is backing down from King Corman, as Ray knows what Corman is made of. You just don't go at Corman without strategy, and he knows the right person to talk to about that. So, another question mark. Who are they talking about? 
I want to say is uh, Cain Velasquez, but no, but he got fired, right? Yeah, fuck Cain Velasquez. Mm-hmm. That made no sense for him to come in. Like he came in just to get his ass whooped by Brock. I mean, it would have been dope if he was going to be a main star because, like, that's when they first did the split, and like, I was man, like, oh this man, was out of shape, came. I got a bad knee, came Velasquez. Like, I, I just whatever he did in AAA, I, it must have impressed the WWE mm-hmm. that much. But from from what I seen, no, no, it, it really mm-hmm. didn't make any sense. And for the fact that they fucked Kofi over that same SmackDown, that kind of. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck about nothing else. Like, damn, you gave this. I was waiting. I, I didn't. I didn't dispute the fact that Brock Lesnar <clears throat> was going to win the title. We all knew that. But eight seconds, dude. Mm-hmm. Eight we nah, man. That, that was some bullshit. And um, then I, my thing is, why couldn't fucking like? I just would have liked it if New Day would have turned heel. That would have been the best thing for it. Yeah. Like to me, that's how you could have salvaged all that shit. Yeah, motherfucking. We can't beat Brock. So you have fucking Kofi Kingston and Biggie hell beat him. Yeah. And he I remember the match they had over in Japan. That was a better match than I mean he got yeah. offense off. Yeah. Like if that match was that match, yeah. I would have been fine fine with it. Not really, because then you would have bitched out fucking, you know, Big E and I don't yeah. want you know, I really don't want that to happen. You already did it with fucking Sheamus. That made no fucking sense. Right. You're gonna give him on a, you're gonna give Seamus Brock Lesnar on a B pay per view overseas. What the fuck? Never understand the booking of. I remember me and you talking about that shit heavily. Like, yo, Seamus versus Brock Lesnar. Yep. That's main event. That's what. And they, it seems like they've never ever encountered one of. There's never been any sort of interaction between them, unless it was a Royal Rumble or. Oh no, they had a match. It was one of those overseas shows. Overseas. Yeah, it was an overseas match. I didn't. I yeah, didn't it was Seamus versus Brock Lesnar. I cannot remember what it was, but uh-huh. yeah, they they've had a match, uh-huh. and he did the same thing. It was. He was, he was just kind of wrestling people that he, I guess he kind of respect. I mean, I feel like he does respect Kofi because, well, out of all people, why would you go against Kofi Kingston? I mean, quite naturally, like, when you look at what Brock does, he doesn't... He, he hates, wrestles who he wants to wrestle. But he hates working with big wrestlers that he knows. Just because it's the size of, oh, I'm a big guy, you're a big guy, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to turn into a good match. Mm-hmm. So that's why you see his best work done with... Uh, opponents that's that's smaller than him. CM Punk, for example, what an incredible match. Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series, what an incredible match. Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles at Survivor Series, what a, what an incredible match. Mm-hmm. Even Finn Balor at the Royal Rumble, yeah. even though it was about two minutes and fifty seconds, <laughs> it was still an intense two minutes and fifty seconds. The match we're watching right now: Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar versus Kane. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. You know. I, we were sired off of Braun Strowman after we thought that Braun Strowman was going to get that title at that specific pay-per-view. Was it No Mercy? Mm-hmm. And uh, we was behind Braun, especially at that, what was it, uh, that, that Fatal 4-Way at SummerSlam? Yeah. When he, when he destroyed Brock Lesnar, but... We, we can we can ramble on about that, or we could, or we could talk about Smacking Down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, it's the first episode of Ding Dong Hello. 
And Bailey, Bailey is dressed like a real talk show host. Like she, yeah, she came out there with her Ellen stick. Yeah, she says it's already better than WandaVision. And her first guest, Bianca Belair. And Bailey insists she rings the doorbell and shades the APA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bailey had a fucking stool for Bianca, but Bailey takes her nice seat instead. And she congratulates her on getting her Chronicle special on the network. And she has a sneak peek of her getting pinned by Bailey. <laughs> and she asks about the EST name and Bianca says because of all of her accomplishments Bailey adds that's outside of the WWE and that's insulting Bianca asks what's the fucking problem and she's just being hurt Bailey says because she beat Bianca does that make her the best and Bianca says uh get that ring gear and let's have a ring match and I agree let's have a match in the ring Bailey has a better idea an obstacle course and I'm saying I would have took the wrestling match instead Yo. <laughs> All right, man. <clears throat> yeah, that it was great until that. Mm-hmm. Until that. We seen the bullshit with the street prophets and the Vikings. Leave it alone. All right, I'm leaving alone. Caleb Braxton is backstage Daniel Bryan is training with Chad Gable and Otis and Bryan says it was no shame losing to Nakamura last week and Cesaro comes in saying he doesn't speak for his friend Daniel Bryan now wants to go at Cesaro and that was early in the day so let's get to it Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro yay that motherfucking bell they lock it up, and it's a headlock takedown by Cesaro. Brian back on his feet, gets a shoulder tackle and a quick pin attempt, but he kicks out. Brian back into the headlock, into the ropes, arm drag on uh, into an arm bar on Cesaro, who backs Brian into the corner and lands a back elbow. Then a European! Straight from Luxembourg. Brian gets another European. Straight from Paris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On the opposite corner, Cesaro misses going for the trifecta, and Brian lands a kick. Then he lands that running drop kick in the corner as well. He bulldogs the left arm as he works on the arm of Cesaro. Now focusing oh, on... Oh, holy stealing Kushida's move, man. Yeah. This is true, Eduardo. Mm-hmm. Cesaro powers out of a scoop slam uh, and, uh, and scoop slams Brian to get him off of that arm. Cesaro with a stomp and the shot. Brian tries fighting back, but he again is dropped by Cesaro coming off the ropes. And a cover, but Brian Bridge, Bridges getting those shoulders off the mat. It's some luchin. Luchin! Then Cesaro is monkey flipped into the ropes, hurting the back of that neck region. Man, yo, that shit look crazy. I'm like, who is this supposed to help? You fell directly on his face. Yeah. Brian to the top lands a high flying crossbody to the outside, and Brian kicks Cesaro to the ring post and lands the first. But ends up kicking a ring post instead of Cesaro and he bleeding back from break. Boo! Cesaro stomping the shit out of Brian, who is back up. A European straight from London to Cesaro. A European straight from London to Brian. A European straight from Perry to Cesaro. Then a kick to the side. Then a European. You get it. <laughs> To Cesaro in a European. <laughs> so you see the first four, you get it. Pick a country. <laughs> you keep on going back to the same four, though. I like them. Okay. European. Straight from Luxembourg. <laughs> uh, yeah. Straight from Morocco. That's no. That's in Africa, man. Uh, whatever. Niggas be places. 
What? <laughs> I I got it. Nigga, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this sends Brian into the corner. Brian is sent to the other corner but flips off but hurts that left leg that's been bothering him after kicking a ring post. Brian lands a drop toe hole and kicks the softened up left arm of Cesaro. Brian luches himself into applying the yes lock. Cesaro powers out and stomps on that left leg, then swings Brian around and around and around. Cesaro steps through and now has Brian in a sharpshooter. Brian goes for the ropes and Cesaro transitions into the crossface. Brian rolls through and goes for the yes lock again and locks it in. Cesaro gets his foot on the rope for a break. Now in the corner, Brian has Cesaro on the top turnbuckle and he goes for the Hurricane Rana, but Cesaro holds on to the rope and turns that shit into a fucking superplex. Holy fuck. That gets a near fall. Cesaro goes for the neutralizer, but that's countered into a back body drop, but Cesaro lands on his feet. Brian gives Cesaro, I ain't said it all day, but a big boot. Big in the corner and then a backslide pin attempt for a near fall Brian lands a couple of yes kicks and uh, one is blocked but the other connects Brian goes for the running knee but gets launched into the air and gets hit with a Euro straight from Lithuania <laughs> okay yeah then the neutralizer and Cesaro picks up the win great 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 fucking match. I just hope it's not like when Cesaro beat Randy Orton that great, great, great fucking match and didn't go anywhere with it. Uh, uh, but this yeah, is uh, went, this is de- to, this is definitely a quarterback. Yeah, he went to a pair of capris that he was wearing to the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> quarterback reefers. Quarterback. Okay. All right. All right. Quarterback of some motherfucking. Uh, it's purple here. I'm smoking smoking on. Okay. Uh, Corona light. You want to know about no lights that come from Corona? I do. Okay. I do. Don't you forget that. Don't you forget it. Uh, yeah. Uh, as 420 would say, you know, as far as being Teflon, Daniel Bryan is that, and we know that all of this is all of this is happening because they want you to take, they want you to get away from the fact that Bryan is in the Royal Rumble. But Bryan, in my opinion, that's my pick for this year's. Royal Rumble winner, and what a great story do we have uh, ahead of that with him and the Chief. Mm-hmm. We keep Cesaro on this road, like like we said, we need that top five or top six that, that's up there. And man, Cesaro is proven day in day out that he has what it takes. Stop with the he has no charisma, mm-hmm. bull fucking shit. Whoever thinks that you're full of it, and whoever talks down about Cesaro or Nakamura. Obviously, you don't want you don't want this product to get any better. And mm-hmm. you just you just accept anything that WWE brings to you. But uh, what I want brought to me is more Kayla, please. And she brings in Carmella, who repeats herself weekly as well. What haven't you heard? What haven't you heard? And Sasha Banks comes out and no uh, out of nowhere, shoving Carmella to the ground. And Reginald steps in. Sasha Banks says Carmella can have her rematch, and that's if Sasha has a match with Reginald first. Hmm. All right. Apollo, I'm tired, boss versus Sami Zayn. Definitely seen this one before, but Zayn brings his own camera crew again, documenting the fuckery. Big E was on the commentary on his own couch in the fight. It's on the outside as they go back and forth in front of E. Apollo wins a nice moonsault off the announcer's desk. Even nicer German suplex on Zayn after a counter off the ropes. Standing in Zagiri on Zayn who gets the knees up after a standing moonsault attempt from Apollo. Zayn goes for a pin and grabs the tights but the ref catches him. Exploded suplex on Apollo in the corner and Zayn goes for the haluva kick but ends up in the most deadliest. Deadliest. 
There's been a lot of these too. Undefeated. Undefeated. Undisputed. Undisputed. Move in all the WWE history. The surprise roll-up. It ain't no surprise. Surprisingly. But and Apollo grabbed the tights, but uh the ref didn't see that and he gets a win. Zayn says this is some fuck shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Apollo grabs a title that ain't his, and Big E says Apollo won't get that up off of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how Big E was on the couch. Bro, he was talking shit, bro. He was like, Did you see he slapped the shit out of me last week? <laughs> he said, if you get slapped like that, that that was a duel. He just invited me into it. <laughs> Biggie is awesome, man. You still felt that shit. That shit hurt him. I give it a, I give it two grams just to see what we're gonna get with Apollo. Yeah, that that, that definitely that mystery right there is what keeps on bringing us back. Mm-hmm. And you know, let's let's come on, let, let's let's make that title mean something. I mean, it's the IC champ. Biggie mm-hmm. is the IC champ. Everybody's wanting the Biggie push. So, what well, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? I mean, I'm glad. It, I mean, to me, what he did this week should. Yeah, happen. You know, yeah, that, that's next week I should get a match. Yeah, yeah, and that match should be fire mm-hmm. for sure. All right, all right, all right, all right. Did I? Hmm. Did you write that? Yeah, so I gave two. Oh, okay, okay. Now, I'm the one that didn't write it. Um, yeah, let's give this one. Um, oh, let's just throw a beer out there. What, what we got? Oh, I guess I'll give him a limerita. Right. <laughs> I like limeritas. And I like what's going on here. All right. Here comes the chief along with Oos and Paul Heyman as he makes that slow entrance. This Macadown was shot with 8K cameras. And, oh, yeah. Them shits are dope. And you can see the difference in this entrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and all of them. There's a whole lot of cameras that were like, I mean, a whole lot of entrances where you can see the difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, this shit extra colorful and detailed. Mm-hmm. All right. Out comes Adam Pierce with the contract in hand as he comes to the ring. Chief says, have a seat. As he circles Pierce, and he doesn't want that empty seat. <laughs> he wants the seat Pierce just sat down in. Pierce ain't moving fast enough, so Oos tells him to get his ass up. <laughs> the chief slides that seat to the head of the table. Pierce again has a seat, and he finally signs the contract. Chief gets a brand new pen and signs as well, with all grand saying that that's the last fucking contract you'll ever sign. <laughs> Says he's waited all night for Chief to do that. Then he exits the ring and walks up the ramp and he starts to limp a bit. Pierce says his knees are bothering him and as Chief gets older, he'll understand as these things sneak up on you, just like tonight. Pierce adds that, yeah, the WWE contracts always say the same thing, but card subject to change. As he doesn't think he'll be medically cleared to compete in the match with the Chief, he has a suitable replacement in mind and Chief is like, this nigga here. <laughs> The music of KO hits and he comes out and signs a contract as a disgusted chief looks on as his show comes to a close. Hey man, you know who it is. The spirit smart of the tribal chief. Roman Reigns. 
Hey, man, I'm here to say, guess what? Guess what, fat boy? You gonna lose on the last man standing, you fat, dumb motherfucker. And you, hey, you, hey, you, hey, Adam Pierce, you little scrap iron, scrap knees. Guess what? You should have them motherfucking knee pads that Stone Cold used to have. And you ain't even, <laughs> you little bald-headed son of a bitch. And when I see you, I'm gonna smack the taste out your mouth. Hey, Uso, you losing to Nakamura, but you over there trying to dance to his motherfucking music? You fucking up around here. Paul Heyman, why don't you get your shit together, fat boy? What you, a fat boy complex? What you want? You want just fat boys in the main event? Huh? I don't like none of this shit, Roman. You should motherfucking hit everybody with a spear and a motherfucking uh, a Superman punch and put your nuts out there and put bull nuts on the back of their neck. Let them know what time it is because this ain't, I ain't dealing with this shit no more. I don't like this shit. I don't like it at all. But guess what? SmackDown's the greatest show and it's number one this week. And that's what we like around here on Hayes, Highs, and Turnbuckles. Fuck that, that man. I'll holler at y'all niggas later. Fuck you too, Smart. Oh, man. Uh, what else to say? I already said earlier my Roach Clip of the Week was fucking the greatest match of the week. Fucking Daniel Bryan says, all right, I can watch them wrestle forever. Shinsuke Nakamura's theme music coming back as uh, a close second. Um, it's the chief, man. It's the chief. It's the chief. Uh, my last shot, Kayla Braxton. <laughs> great show, great show. When Kayla shows up, she steals it. She steals it every time, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, follow us on our page on Facebook, Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles. Um, the Dot Man Two Eleven on Twitter as well as Instagram. Follow NKB Four Twenty on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything NKB Four Twenty, Snapchat, uh, the real NKB Four Twenty, Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles. Check me out at uh, um, yeah, all that shit. Um, this is the most unapologetic wrestling podcast in all the internet. And all the annals and bowels of Wi-Fi. It's me, it's me, KB420, a.k.a. Fatboy420, a.k.a. They done brought Shinsuke music back. Dotman211. And this has been Hayes. Hops. And Turnbuckles. Nigga, I'm fucked up. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Everybody go down.